on. You can do it. Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560 toll free for David Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Friday, you they're back, your favorite Jewish rock and roll nostalgia band. It's Rasha Shanana with their greatest hits album, Sock Hop at the Synagogue. My Yes, Rosh Hashanah and I has reformed to bring you 12 kosher cuts of Hoffman Hebrew hygiene. That's This album should be in every Orthodox Rockers collection. Rolling Stone gives it five stars of David. Did I wonder, wonder, who, who wrote the book of Job? Sock Hop at the Synagogue, new from Rosh Hashanah. Available at all record stores. We'll talk right when you get here. Don't pass over this album. So should I say Happy New Year or what? No. Okay. I mean, I just, it's not my bag. You know, I just I couldn't care less about these things. It's not my bag, baby. I don't care. Baruch yada, 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 yeah, et cetera, and so on. Oh, my God. Oh, there's Christina Aguilera. Can't sing for crap. Skinny as a uh, rail. Anyway, bad news this morning, which I was totally unaware that he was even sick. Ray Recchi, the uh, columnist for 30 years for the Sun Sentinel. Good guy. Not, you know, not one of those guys that, that wrote profound stuff. One of those biting, uh, which we don't really have many columnists in this town anyway. But he was a good guy. His heart was in the right place, and he had pancreatic and liver cancer and died at the age of 51. And we uh, sent our condolences along to his friends and family. Ray Recchi, just a shock. I didn't even know he was sick. One of the few good guys in this town. There aren't too many in the media, I'll tell you that. Got a lot of losers in the media in this town. There is a letter to the editor in the same paper, by the way. It's In fact, Ray is probably already rolling over in his grave. In the Sun Sentinel today, one of the most unbelievable, even in Geneva, New York, whatever the name of the newspaper is in Geneva, New York, they wouldn't print this letter. That's how grotesque and how bigoted and how inaccurate it is. See, it doesn't make any difference. If you write a letter to the editor in the local newspapers, you can make up any statistics, any crap you want, and they'll just put it in there, unchallenged. They don't give a crap, and especially, look how long this is. Look how much space this letter takes up, written by Arsenio Rodriguez of Oakland Park. How do you like that? A bigoted, psychotic, homophobic letter, which I'll get to, by the way. All upset about the fact that we got the fags in the military, you know, and about the fact that they're in these tight quarters there, you know. All the other countries in the world, all the other civilized countries, they somehow seem to manage. But in America, we got don't ask, do kill. Like this kid, this Barry Winchell kid that they murdered with a baseball bat. But nevertheless, be that as it may. So last night... MTV Music Awards. How many people in this audience do you think watched it? About three? Two? How about the big... Oh! Oh, you had to be watching that. Not that it was a good show. Was it a good show? No. No, it sucked. But I watched anyway till a quarter to 11 until, thank God, finally, at long last, the viewers prevailed. The MTV viewers prevailed. I only called 80 times myself. No, I didn't call. I did not call once. I thought about it. 
Well, no, seriously, I thought, what if they lose by one vote? You know, then I'd be uh, feeling bad all, for the rest of my life. And poor Tom Green could have been very funny last night, as he always is. But just to be on the safe side, and by the way, you know, Cutting Edge MTV that spends 50,000 hours promoing this big event and how cutting edge they are, they ran a show in delay last night. How do you like that? What a, On cable, this isn't an over-the-air network, keep in mind, that, you know, is regulated by the same FCC archaic crap that we are here on the radio. No. In addition to which, it was late at night anyway, by the time uh, they finally got around to saying anything. No, it didn't make any difference to them in delay, because there were several times, one in particular, where they took about a half a sentence from Chris Rock, and you could see his lips were moving, but there was no sound. Yeah, it, you know, it would be like Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, you know. Edgar's lips were moving, and Charlie wasn't saying anything, which is a really bad ventriloquist. Gutsy, ballsy MTV, and they got, and Chris Rock, by the way, I'm sorry, you know, I, he's a funny guy in his stand-up stuff, but there are some people who just, uh, and, and last night it was shown beyond a shadow of a doubt, this man's got no talent. If you, can, if you can't add lib to fill 15 or 20 seconds, every time they would tell him to stretch, all he would do was say, oh, well, well uh, uh, la vida loca, uh, la vida loca, uh, uh, stretch, they want me to stretch. He, he couldn't fill 15 or 20 seconds. I'd like to see a guy like that sit here and do four hours live on a radio someday, just once. Just one day, not five days a week for the rest of his life. Just once. How do you like to see a guy like Chris Rock come in and ad-lib for four hours? And keep in mind, almost everything that these guys uh, say, almost every single word, it's on the uh, teleprompter. It's all written out. It's on cue cards. That's, that's a real talent there. In addition to which, maybe I'm wrong, okay? Maybe it's my racism bleeding through again. But is it possible that Chris Rock is a professional Schwarzer? Is that all he knows? That's all he talked about. From the very moment that he came on about, oh, he's the first black man at the Met uh, who uh, was on stage without a mop. Which was a mildly amusing line if it would have ended there. But that was only the beginning. And black this and black that and white guys trying to be black and yada, yada, yada. And see, I, I thought about it last night and... Uh, <laughs> The interesting part, see, I like all those black artists who could really sing. But, of course, we were told back in the 60s and 70s that those were uh, those were black artists for white people, the Motown people. You know, Marvin Gaye and the Temptations and uh, Tammy Terrell and uh, the Marvelettes and uh, Martha and the Vandellas and the Supremes and, and uh, the Miracles and Temptations and David Ruffin and on and on. I could go on with a million of those people. All black artists whom I love, I love their music, so it can't be a racism creeping through there. But did this, the idea of black recording artists today, Lauren Hill in particular, can Lauren Hill sing a note? No. No. That's her, that's her music. Now you're doing that in tune, so you're doing that wrong. Oh, and thank God that I went to bed a quarter to 11 after the uh, Viewer's Choice Award came in. Yeah, thank God for that. And by the way, Brian, you leave the God crap at home, will you please, sweetheart? Enough of the God will crap already. Please, Brian. Yeah, see, they won the award the only one that really counted because it wasn't political. It was by the viewers, which is what MTV is supposed to be all about anyway. And so if it was, you know, 30 million screaming little girls calling in, that's okay. You know, and uh, the phone company can use their money. But, I mean, Lauren Hill and Ricky Martin, I mean, this is a travesty. It's a joke. And they give us all this hype. They put the show on in delay so that to make sure that there's really nothing provocative. They take Tom Green, who's the only funny guy in any way associated with that last night. I mean, Buddy Hackett used to be funny 40 years ago, you know. And what was he doing there? Ad-libbing because the other guys couldn't. No, I understand that. But, I mean, what was what was he doing there? And what was uh, Regis Philbin doing there? Token old people. Jesus Christ. He was token? 
Oh, my God. Yeah, I wonder he acted like that. Yeah, we had to have some token old farts on there, I guess, to make it look like uh, for all of us old farts that were watching. I hate to break the news to you guys at MTV. The only reason that old farts like us watch MTV is to see the young people with as little clothing on as possible. And speaking of young people, Brittany, they're interviewing her outside before the show, and she's got her usual, you know, she looked great, but she had that usual pasty complexion of hers. One thing she doesn't have, in spite of all those videos on the beach, they evidently don't let her out very much because she's got a pasty, almost, I would say, even pastier than George, which is saying a lot. Hey, I've been working on my tan. And I, Sarah, I just took a look before I said that. Even compared to what she usually looks like, white as a ghost. And this is before the uh, show last night. Then she comes out to do her number, which, by the way, why do we need somebody as big as Britney Spears to share a number with NSYNC? Which, as much as I can't stand them, and as, as bad as they are, each one of those groups is big enough, you know what I'm saying, that they should have had their own segment. No, we don't do that. We have to, like, blend them in together. And, and here's Britney come. The, the, the thing opens up, and here she is looking like she just put on six cans of that tan in a can, you know, that stuff you buy at Burdine's. Or at the uh, you know at the, at the drugstore that spray on stuff that gives you an instant tan. She looked at maybe that's because she wanted to be one of the Schwarzers in the thing. She thought she would win an award. Other than Ricky Martin for for about the first hour and a half, I was wondering is there a white person going to win any award tonight? No. no. And then we finally got to Eminem and Fatboy Slim and the Backstreet Boys. But other than that, it was a pretty Schwartz evening there at uh, New York last night, which doesn't bother me if we're talking about people who can sing. Oh, my God, Lauren Hill and these uh, these rappers. Oh, God almighty. Oh, it's hip-hop. I'm sorry, it's hip-hop. You see, you take a bogus form of music, which used to be called rap music, and then you change the name of it to something called hip-hop, and then it makes it seem like it's real music, like it's respectable. Is it real music? No. It's garbage. It's a testament to illiteracy and stupidity is what it is. Oh, and, of course, I left out TLC, too, by the way. Because they already had that uh, breakfast thing this morning from our good friends at Dunkin' Donuts, without the uh, bread, of course. Thank you, guys. Every Friday, I look forward to Friday morning for several reasons, but especially and especially today. Today was payday. Oh. Nice going, Miriam. Thank you, sweetheart. So maybe we'll get some input on the uh, MTV Music Show because, after all, the hype job that was done was unbelievable. Jennifer Lopez, she looked pretty skanky. Although, see, that was the only good material Chris Rock had was about her ass and Ricky Martin's ass. And you notice, because they were just re-showing some of it a few minutes ago, the Ricky Martin, his performance, now when he was doing shaking the booty thing with living on the pinga loca, that was fine, because that's what he does. But when he went into his new song, whatever the name of it is, She's More Feminine Than I Am or something like that, I mean, that was embarrassing, Ricky, embarrassing. Even I, who can't stand Ricky Martin, I mean, I was embarrassed for you, sweetheart. Although, uh, she did look pretty good. It's 11 after 10 at 560 WQM here. Can't speak to shit. Yeah. All right. We dance like sissies. We sing like wussies. But we must tell you. We swear we're not gay If you want these outfits to class They would kick your ass Regardless We swear we're not gay We look like interior designers We sing like 
about a half an hour ago listening to you. First of all, Nick Carter has more talent in his right toe than you will ever have, and he's not a pineapple head, you stupid fat faggot. Thank you. 1017 at 560 WQM. Maybe some of these people actually watched that uh, garbage last night. Here's North Miami. Oh, and you didn't redo the phone, so we can't talk to the. You know something? This is enough to make me want to get up and walk out. It really is. Got a whole bunch of calls on here. We've had a really brutal, dreadful week. Now we've got to reboot the whole phone system, which means all these people are going to drop off. This is not the way to do a radio show, Greg Reed. This is not the way to have to do a radio show, uh, Bluff Lindsay. Get off your goddamn duff. Give us a phone system that works so we don't have to potchkey around and play games every goddamn day to put phone calls on here. There's something wrong with this company, man. There's something wrong with you, Greg Reed. Man, oh, man, this just, it's unbelievable. I'm sitting here. I'm as happy as a loon. I got my check in my pocket. Uh, Backstreet Boys won the uh, Viewer's Choice thing, which is the important one last night. Life is sweet. Everything is going along great. Got a billion people on the phone all of a sudden, more than we've had all week. And now we've got to go through this embarrassment again to try to kill a little time and cover up. Maybe we should have brought Chris Rock in here to fill the 30 seconds. Cover up for the fact that we got a horse ball, which is another lie. We had this crap phone system, this Mickey Mouse tinker toy down on the second floor, and the promise was when we moved into these palatial new studios <laughs> up here on the third floor with this uh, space-age equipment <laughs> that we'd at least have, a, you know, like they have uh, 50 yards away, 20 yards away in the other goddamn studio. they got a real goddamn phone system. And a real studio, too, by the way. They had a half a dozen people, and except for Randy Moeller this morning, you could actually hear everybody else. And Randy didn't care, by the way. Uh, it's unbelievable. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Good morning. How are yes, you? Yes, sir. I was, I was great till about uh, 30 seconds ago. Well, I watched the MTV Awards last night off and on. Yes, sir. And uh, I, 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 I agree with you in some of your comments, but I disagree with a little uh, okay. some of your others. In terms of, like, like for example, the hip-hop music and the whole oh. aspect of that. Oh. You, no, Neil, look, this is, this is, this is where, where, where I disagree with you. Some of the hip-hoppers are actually musicians. Some of them. Yeah. Actually, now you know like, people, now you're not going to tell me Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill can sing, Neil. Oh! Wait, oh! Wait, oh! <laughs> oh, my no, God, that wait. breakfast thing is coming up no, again. No, hold on, hold on. Does she, hold on. She does go into the rap thing, whatever, but I have heard her yo, say... Yo, 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 they should give her a prop. They should give her a yo-yo. But you know what, though? I think one of the things that happened, and you and I talked about this before, this whole illiteracy crap that goes into the hip-hop message, yeah. I think I think you see a lot of that. That's very pervasive in industry. Even Will Smith and, and others have gone that way where... Oh, they, and that, oh, you mentioned Will Smith. That's another one now. Here's this, this self-aggrandizing, no-talent son of a bitch who comes on here and wins an award for that Miami piece of crap video he did, which is a piece of garbage, and he gets up there, and he's got to show how much better he is than everybody else. Oh, nobody gets killed, and there's no profanity in any of my videos. But, but you, and I still get... Can I tell you what that's about? 
What is that about? In, in the black community, when you become, now this is very perverse and this is very back, ass backwards, but when you become successful, all of a sudden you're a sellout. So then you have people who've been very successful, commercially, commercially successful, and then they have to go and explain themselves to the thuggery in the community. And no, say, no, oh, it, look, it looked to me like he was trying to make put himself above everybody I else. Like, I'm I so think, much, I'm so much holier than all the rest of you Schwarzers because I'm not. Uh, you no, know. but you know, dude, I think he was trying to answer his critics who call him a sellout, and he wanted to say, look, I make, you know, I make. You know something? In his case, sellout would be a compliment. He's a no talent. He's got no talent. One other thing, though, Neil. But uh, I, I, do, you, do you think that he can sing? No. Oh, heck no. But let me tell you this, Neil. Neil, the, the one area I agree with you, though, the one thing. Neil, I could sit down at every award. Couldn't you sit there and say who was going to win based on the politics of it? Yeah. I mean, literally, you could sit there and go, I know who's going to win this because this is what MTV would do to be politically correct. And thank God that they had the viewer's choice thing last night or the Backstreet Boys would have got shut out, which, you know, whether you like them or not, the fact is they're the most popular group in the world today, not just here but all over the world. And, uh, you know, Lauren Hill and Ricky Martin, I mean, enough with that crap already. Did George, did George come in P.O. today about the Backstreet Boys winning? Did he win? Did he come in upset today about the Backstreet Boys winning? Not at all. In fact, he was praying that they would have won over a Lauren Hill. For... See, I went to bed after the viewer's choice because I forgot that there was one more for best video of the year, and thank God I did because I would have been psychotic. I would have been as upset as Madonna. No, 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 so did George come in P.O.? No, no, that's what I just said. Oh, no, he was right, happy. Good. Love you, Neil. Okay, thanks. Well, he was moderately happy because, well, Corn got one, so you ought to be happy about that. No, I don't think they did. They didn't get one? Oh, they, I think they got yeah, one. They did. Yes, they did. They got one for something. They, they suck. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I mean, Lauren Hill can sing? No. See, I, I resent that whole idea that if you don't like today's so-called black recording artist, that that somehow makes you a racist. I've heard, I hear that all the time. 90% of, well, maybe not, maybe 70% of the music that I love my favorite, when I was a kid, my favorite uh, uh, singer was Fats Domino. You don't come much blacker than Antoine Fats Domino. So if I like the music, I don't care what the color is. My God, and, and you know, like when you were trying to give me a song to dance about the Beach Boys being better than Marvin Gaye. I mean, I can laugh when you say that. Yes, you did. You were giving me that crap, and now you deny it. First, you gave no, okay, yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, they were better. You told me they're better than Aerosmith, which is a, a joke. A joke. I see in Stevie Tyler and Joe Perry out there last night, by the way. But nevertheless, that that's laughable. But to tell me that, uh, oh, my God, they're better than Marvin Gaye? And he's nodding his head in. He's thinking about it now as he's filing his nails. 5670560, oh, pound 560. See, since we even go to those swing clubs too much, you're starting to file your nails a lot. You know what they say about guys who... Here's Plantation. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Watched the show last night, and I, I have to say one thing. Yes. After Millie Vanilli 10 years ago, how mm -hmm. people could put up with Britney Spears and TLC, I have no idea. Well, Britney, they don't care about the music. They just want to see her ass and her all the rest of it. But she looked a little chunked up last night, I thought, point one. And TLC, what an embarrassment oh, that is. And they those, are. Like, ridiculous outfits they had on. <laughs> and then jump around and do nothing but lip sync. Yeah. And they try to hide the fact by letting one of the girls rap for about 30 what seconds. What an embarrassment. See, we're, yeah. not, we're, not, we're, not, we're not lip syncing. It was such, it was bogus. What a joke. Yeah. I did want to say, why did you think about the Run DMC and Aerosmith bit? I thought it was really fun. I thought it was yeah, really I, good. Yeah, I was uh, excited when uh, Steve Tyler got up there. He's great. But one the whole point, thing was great. I had to admit, I had to think of you when... When Backstreet Boys won and they got up there and they said, "I want to thank God for yeah, the award." I, yeah. I, I just wanted to fall down. Maybe, maybe we should could do that heart operation over one more time. Come on, Brian, cut the crap. Uh, 
uh, it was good though that they got it. Nine Inch Nails were fun. I, I enjoyed. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they were fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. What was that? Yeah, what what was it? I like Nine Inch Nails, but what was that? I I don't know. I'm not quite sure. But I I thought it was an entertaining show and Chris Rock's jokes. Uh, oh please, every now don't, and please then. don't tell me. I mean, Chris Rock had a couple of funny lines, although yeah, he kept repeating the same thing about lines. Jennifer's ass and Ricky Martin's ass. But after the tenth time, it got a little bit and stale. All and the white guys of Vita, a little of a, He kept saying the same thing over and over again, like he had no material. Yeah, uh, it, it was. I, I don't know how how, how you can let people lip sync on a big show like that. Yeah, but you got to understand that. Well, well, wait a minute though. And see, he pointed that out, which I think is very unfair, because even though I can't stand uh, um, uh, Instinct, I can't stand it. The fact is that when you've got uh, numbers that are choreographed, where people are dancing and jumping around, they always lip sync. You can't sing while you're doing but those things. they did sing. Instinct sang. Did they sing? They, uh, lip sync. If they, how could if you they tell? were lip syncing, they changed the record, because I thought they were singing. I thought it was odd how they put them together. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously. Yeah, but Britney was Disney doing it. I mean, she was uh, spitting all over the place, you know? That was just. Terrible. Okay. Have a great day, pal. <laughs> you don't like Britney. Even I like Britney. Even I'm kind of uh, tempted. Well, I'm a little bit crazy, but nevertheless. Well, kind of like John Henry, you know. He likes that new video of uh, that she's got out because he said, I must be crazy. I must be nuts. 5670560. And, of course, we got the hottest ticket in town, the sex club trial. That's on the front page of the paper today. We'll get into that. Hottest ticket in town. My favorite part of that story, by the way, is about the nine married couples having sex with their married partners who were arrested. That's my favorite. As once again, America keeps showing its big fat rectum to the world. But I'd still like to challenge you assholes, you cowards. And I, and I interrupted myself about ten times before I kept trying to talk about Tom Green. Tom Green was the only guy who could have made that thing really funny last night. And they were so terrified that he was going to come in there and do something really off the wall, which I'm sure he would have, that they, you know, the, the assignment for Tom was send him there on the outside as far away as possible, outside on the streets of New York, giving out the phone numbers for the Viewer's Choice Awards. Man, that was, and he could have been a panic. He could, he could have been just, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless knowing how sick he is. He should have hosted it. Right. Oh, that would have been phenomenal. Then you'd have heard some humor. God, Chris frickin' Rock, you're as stale as last year's matzo man. Get out of here. I'm sorry, matzo's a white. Well, it's got a little of dark. 20, if you toast it long enough, 26 past 10 at 560 WQM, our friend. Friday, you bastard. And my admission, I'm a fag who likes gym balls. I'm here to confirm decision. It's fact, but that's not all. Are you ready to be a fool as long as it's alive? It's all part of you, this is girl, your disguise. But I prefer a big brown eye. Inside brown eye, I slide in the feet of the I saw one addition to what I could say. I found a new addiction. 
I like to wear a dress. I hope that your Now, who is the chick that was wearing the uh, pasty on one uh, it? Oh, little Kim, little Kim, and the Diana Ross came out and highlighted kind of like show. a little whack. That was uh, that was probably the highlight, yeah. Hottest ticket in town, sex club trial, dismissal decision unlikely this week. Let the show begin, it says. Hurry, step on in. With about 24 defendants, three judges, and possibly as many as 12 lawyers, many of whom begged to join the case all in one courtroom, getting into today's hearing in the Broward County sex club trial might be tough, it says. Sounds like an orgy. The defense promises that testimony will be titillating, it says. Oh, I'm sorry, itilating. Two men and a woman naked in a hot tub and a grainy video shot with a fanny pack cam. Oh, fanny pack. Does that mean as in rectum that may make some faces red? Broward County's case against the swingers returns for round two as the horde of lawyers tries to persuade a panel of three judges to dismiss charges of lewd and lascivious behavior. On tap, according to defense attorneys, is testimony from undercover Broward Sheriff's deputies who stripped naked for a dip in a hot tub at Club Trapeze 2 and who secretly recorded video footage of couples making love during pre-raid maneuvers at Trapeze in February. This is America, baby. Keep this in mind. You're paying tax money for this crap to go on, okay? A ruling from the court on motions to dismiss is unlikely this week, however. The three jurists, led by County Judge Lisa Trackman, also include Judges Fred J. Berman and Robert W. Williams. The case stems from the sheriff's raid in February on trapeze and a raid in January on the now-closed Athena's Forum near Pompano Beach. Interest in the case has gone national, with the raids becoming the subject of jokes on several TV programs, including The Tonight Show. In South Florida, many residents have registered their unhappiness with the arrest on radio talk shows and in 50 email and phone messages a day to the Herald. Of the 50 people arrested at the clubs, 10 have enrolled in a pre-trial intervention program and paid a fine. Others have had their cases dismissed. The rest are fighting the second-degree misdemeanor charges, claiming that their sex lives are their business and that they did nothing illegal. Two Broward school teachers arrested at Athena's form have been suspended with pay. Fort Lauderdale lawyer Fred Halpern, who represents eight defendants, said new facts about the police investigation of the trapeze have come to light as the results of documents filed in the case. He said as many as eight vice squad detectives registered as members of the club in the days before the raid. They managed, he said, to shoot a very grainy old videotape of what police say was lewd behavior. A spokesman for the Broward Sheriff's Office said he didn't know whether such a video was filmed. Club co-owner Alan Masta, who was one of those arrested, said an officer apparently was able to conceal the camera in a fanny pack. Oh, I bet you I know who one of the uh, guys was, you know, Mr. Fanny Pack, our friend, you know. Two detectives, a man and a woman, stripped and got into one of the club's three hot tubs with a male patron helper and said other officers donned towels and observed swinging couples in rooms at the back of the club where nine married couples having sex with their married partners were arrested. Underlined in pink. Also on the witness list, Halpern said, are several members of the Fort Lauderdale Police Department, which was not involved in the raids. Ray Hall, a Fort Lauderdale officer arrested at trapeze with his wife, testified at an earlier hearing that he had researched the idea of attending the club by asking his colleagues if they thought clubs where, where sex was uh, consenting couples occurred was illegal. He said that they told him they believed they were legal. He was doing his research, is what he was doing, old Ray. This is going on. Tax dollars are being spent. 
All kinds of lawyers are getting their ass involved in this. Just absolutely unbelievable and unacceptable. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I just got a couple of comments on the uh, on the show last night. Yes, sir. The award show. Uh, Chris Rock. I mean, it's, he's just a pro- professional schwarzer. Right. Everything is black, black, black. That's all he talked about. Uh, he's, he's no talent. He, he makes so much money for such lack of talent. Um, another thing, you were just... when, when you got a guy that can't feel 15 or 20 seconds two or three times and can't ad lib better than he did, I mean, he couldn't ad lib at all. Oh, they keep telling me to stretch. Oh, la vida loca. He, it was, I was embarrassed for him. I mean, he says a couple funny things, but yeah. come on. Another thing was... When you're uh, on for three and a half hours, you better say something funny. Yeah. Uh, Will, um, you just said it. I called to tell you that, too, but you said it. Will Smith, I, when when he said that, that he doesn't curse or whatever, he doesn't viol- no violence, I I thought of it that he's trying to be like Goody Two-Shoes right. here. That's right. That's what he was trying to show, how good he is I mean, and how, is, what a bunch of scumbags the other guys are. What does he care if other people curse and use violence in their, in their songs? What, what does he have to tell the whole And then and then there was one good line after that because Chris Rock said, uh, you know, after after he got through with that, oh, I curse all the time. And you would have thought that there would have been a lot of laughter and it was like this deafening silence. Like all of a sudden Will Smith had, uh, you know, he had subdued the whole audience into this uh, feeling of uh, Goody Two-Shoesness. Yeah, and um, a couple other things. Uh, some of the women that were on, I never saw that that girl. That seems, uh, I, what's her name? Christina Aguilera. Yeah, she's terrible looking. She is. She's skanky. Uh, yeah, I, she's I thought for some reason you think when she heard that song she'd look hot because of that mm-hmm. voice, whatever. She's disgusting. Yeah, she can't sing too good, and uh, she looks horrible. But other than that, she's yeah. kind of. She reminds me of like a female in sync. She looks, looks, looks like crap and can't sing. Looks like a bird. Her nose is weird. Yeah. And then uh, I'll tell you what, in sync is terrible. They dance like more. That guy. They dance like idiots. Yeah. Yeah, very. Ter- I think they're terrible. And um, the, the the clue to them was this latest single that came out when they did a record with Gloria Estefan. That should tell you where their talent lies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in the rectum. Yeah. And um, Madonna just is aging terribly. She looks horrible. I don't know if you saw hey, her. Hey, for 86, she don't look too bad. I don't know. I, I think she's. I, she's an old. What do you want? She's an old uh, bag now. What do you expect? Yeah, I, I don't know. I was, I was glad that she got the one award because I was getting so tired of that Lauren Hill stuff. I was happy for her. I, can't, and I don't even like Madonna, but I do like that song. Yeah, and, and she uh, was psychotic. Uh, George tells me that when they, they had the final, which I'd already gone to bed, but the uh, final uh, award, the video of the year, and Lauren Hill got it, Madonna sat there with a real sarcastic, pissed-off look on her face. You want to know who looked the best last night? Yeah. Um, the Schwarza who came on uh, with Diana Ross, the little thing on her breast. Right. She looked hot. The other, little, everyone else looked little, like crap. Little it, yeah. So uh, I don't know. It, it was. I thought the whole show overall was not pretty, too pr- good. Pretty weak. Yeah. It was boring. The group. The music just. Is te- the music. If they had any balls at all, like I said, they could have brought Tom Green in there and really made it into a wild thing and had a lot of fun with it. But uh, they're real paranoid and bunch of pussies. The music today just is terrible. Right. I mean, I, I didn't like any of the groups there. Not one. Okay. All right, Neil. Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> he had a good time, huh? My fine. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. As we continue dissecting and uh, erecting, oh, not the erecting part, can't do that. North Miami Beach, hello. Neil, God, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, uh, it's just a coincidence that you're talking about music because that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yes. Uh, I just invented a machine uh-huh. which uh, behaves like a piano. Uh-huh. It's an electronic piano, but it can do much more than it. And it's much easier to play with. Uh, yeah, well, I'll play with this. Sounds sounds like you're playing with it right now. Rectum. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Well, we needed a real short call there. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. You better... Oh, God.
1045 at 560 WQAM, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, two or three hundred open lines for you. Here's Miami, hello. Yeah, how you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, uh, listen, I'm 25 and I'm in the so-called, quote-unquote, MTV generation. I hate MTV. And uh, there are only a couple... Yeah, but they show you at least three videos a day, though. Yeah, well, well, it's always the same three. Yeah, (laughs) that's another thing. I hate music videos, too. Uh, believe it or not, but, uh, you know, there are a couple of things in a couple of programs on MTV that I like. Uh, then there's some that I hate, like the real world where they show all these wealthy teenagers in Malibu complaining about. All these maladjusted neurotic yeah. kids. Most of them now are all ugly too, by the way. Yeah. I, I mean, let me ask you, is that the real world? No. Absolutely not. You, you know, complaining, nobody understands me. But, you know, you were talking about Lauren Hill. I have a friend who lent me the tape, or actually lent me the CD. And the first thing after I gave it back to her, I'm like, you know what? I don't get it. What's this all about? Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, "Well, you have to understand the lyrics." That, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, understand what lyrics? Yeah. Yo, 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 ah, uh, ah. Uh, yeah, and, and, and it's like, uh, all I hear is a woman with an open dictionary plucking up dictionary words, mixing in yo, 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 and ha, uh, ha, uh, right, uh, uh, right. You, you know, and I'm thinking, pseudo. She doesn't do music, and she looks yeah. like crap, and she's got a bizarre, wacky uh, attitude about everything. Yeah, and it's like I'm thinking, pseudo intellectual. I mean, I mean, big. You know, it's like. I don't get it. I don't understand. You know, and, and you know, you were talking. You were talking about the, you know, MTV, and, and it's just nothing but pseudo intellectual and, and, and hype jobs. You know, and, and I just, you know, you know, I just don't get it. You, you know, with with. Well, that's with, why the only things I watch on MTV anymore now, since they got all ugly people on these other shows, are TRL. Because at least then the at least then the people that watch can call in and vote for the videos that they want to see, which are usually ones most of which I like. And Tom Green, which is a hysterical. Oh, yeah, show. absolutely. I mean, I like. Other, Tom... other than that, there's nothing there. Right, absolutely. Yeah, I like Tom Green. I mean, much music from uh, Toronto blows MTV away any day of the week. Yeah, I want to see music. Yeah, and, and and you know, like I said, you know, I mean, big deal. Like like you said, uh, you know, the viewer's choice. I mean, I you know, if I was if I was a musician, I would want it. I would want either to to uh, win the award of you know making the most money or being a viewer's choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, everything else is like... Everything opinion. else was political. You know, Absolutely. Ricky it's... Martin is, is hot, so let's give Ricky Martin a bunch of awards. Right. And Lauren Hill, like you said, is some kind of a... Uh, I don't know what it's all about, but we better make sure that she gets at least three or four. Absolutely. And the other thing, uh, you know, you're talking about Josie Atkin, and you say that he's boring. I'll give you one better. He's also extremely arrogant, which is pretty good if you're talented, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I hear, for example, uh, today the Marlins lost, and I think what they should do, and I think, and yeah. I'm like, you know, like somebody cares what he yeah, thinks. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, uh, my final thing here. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but Ray Retchy died. Yeah, I mentioned that before. Oh, real, real shock. I didn't even know he was sick. I, I didn't either. He said that he came out with a uh, with an article. You know, said that he had cancer, or whatever. Right. I, I never saw it. No, but, I didn't uh, either. All right, well, thanks. He a was lot. a good guy. Okay, thank you. One of the good guys in town, which, like I said, in the media, we don't have too many. We got a lot of jackasses like Barry who is continuing, by the way, his big uh, divisive thing with Joe Angel and Dave O'Brien. You know, it's one thing to break that story, which he did yesterday. That's fine. It's a legitimate story. But to continue again today, Barry, and to try to drive a wedge and see how divisive and obnoxious you can be, it's par for the course. Five, a lot of open lines here. This shocks the hell out of me. I mean, we talked about this for 8 million uh, weeks about this uh, thing coming up last night. Did anybody watch it this show? No. no. Five six. Oh, that's right. It's Arab uh, Rosh Hashanah. I forgot the Yidlach won't be calling today. That's uh, this week's excuse. It's Jewish holidays now for the next ten days. Then it'll be Yom Kippur. There we go. That'll carry us through the rest of September of desperation. 
Five six seven oh five sixty. Maybe some of the Goyam watched that show last night. Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? I got a couple of comments and a question. I thought Chris Rock was hilarious last night. You? What? Why is that? I thought thought he was just straight from the lips. He just spoke what he felt. Well, I don't know. To, to me, it seemed very contrived. He kept saying the same thing over and over again about La Vida Loca and get a new video, and we've seen it a million times. All right. And, and I, uh, huh? He, he said kept saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> and about black this and black that and the white guys trying to be black guys. I mean, you know, some things are funny if you say them once, but when you keep repeating them over and over again, uh, they kind of like lose the edge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jennifer Lopez pretty good too though. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but but he but that was the same thing again. Jennifer Lopez's ass, Ricky Martin's ass. Very funny if you said it once or twice, but he kept saying it for three and a half hours. Uh, I, have, I have a great America West story. Yeah. I flew to Las Vegas last week. I took America West for the first time. I usually take Continental and make the stop in uh in Dallas, Houston. In Houston but, uh, yeah. I took America West. Let me tell you something. This is the first and last time I'll ever take that airline. They suck. I get to Fort Lauderdale in the morning. We get up. They start loading the plane. I'm in first class. And all of a sudden, they start loading the plane. They stop loading the plane all of a sudden. And the, they get on the, the um, speaker and say, uh, can everyone clear the plane? So I'm thinking, what could go wrong now? Apparently, a catering truck slammed into the side of the, one of the brand-new planes, mm. and they had to find out if the plane could fly with this dent in it. So they didn't tell anybody. <laughs> so I get, I get on the plane finally, and they announced... That was a good confidence booster. Oh, we got a little dent in the side of the plane, but we'll see if uh, we can get this thing up in the air. So, so apparently the truck slammed into the plane. They finally got everyone, and we made it there, right? So I said, oh, the, the flight back can't be just as bad as what happened, but it topped it. My father was flying into Newark, and I was flying into Fort Lauderdale. So we both had to connect in Phoenix from Vegas. So we, we both arrived in Phoenix, you know, for our connecting flight. And we see each other, and we start laughing. Then we, right next to each other, our flight, both of our flights are delayed again. His flight, something's wrong with the plane. And our flight, one of the planes can't leave because something's wrong with the plane that's supposed to be departing. Mm -hmm. So we each sit there for two hours each. There you go. It, I've never seen anything in the world like it. The worst, the worst, the worst. Never again, pal. Just say no and to American. I just got one more question. What TV were you recommending yesterday? The Hitachi, the 52-inch, uh, the, uh, what do they call it, the Uno, uh, what is the name of that? Whatever, the UltraVision. Oh, Hitachi, better than the Sony? I like it better. Thank you very much, man. Okay, pal, have a great day. Yeah, in the beginning I didn't, but I'm, I'm just obsessed with that set now. You could reach in there and uh, just grab him right around the neck. Five, so by the way, you Backstreet Boys fans, something very interesting, some little nuances, which if you were paying close attention, when they were getting the award last night, and Nick reached over and grabbed the Kevin around the neck, and Kevin looked real like, uh, like get away from me, man, real uncomfortable. I'm, maybe I just imagined it, but it looked like he looked a little squirmy there, okay, like when they were asking him outside before the concert, you guys bring your girlfriends tonight? And Kevin said, oh, yeah, some of us did. And then you could see in the stands, Kevin, Brian, and AJ brought their girlfriends. Did Howie and Nick bring any girls? No. No, that's okay. It's just a coincidence. Oh, that, that uh, bitch will be calling up again. Oh, that pineapple head fag. Don't call him that, sweetheart. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in uh, Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. How are we doing? All right. All right. This, uh, you're, you like those Backstreet Boys, don't you? Yeah. How could you possibly like someone with no talent? No talent? Is that why they're the hottest group all over the world? Ah, they're the hottest group because they're, they're young guys and those young little girls think they're attracting. Yeah, they are. Well, they're not. No? If they were, I'd tell you, but they're not. 
No, you said you said Chris Rock was boring. A lot of people were boring on that show last right. night. But yet you like the Backstreet Boys. Right. Sometimes I don't understand you, Neil. But some of the ways the things you say just just don't get me. Like what? In other words, you thought Chris Rock was entertaining last night. You thought he did a great job. Chris Rock is entertaining every time he talks. He's a funny individual. He, he wasn't the least bit funny last night, except maybe a couple of snickers with Jennifer Lopez and Ricky Martin's ass. Other than that, he was embarrassingly bad. He was terrible. How do you think he's terrible? Sir, it's like asking me if I'm eating vanilla ice cream, and, you're, and I say, this is really bland, and you say to me, how do you think it's bland? Would you like me to draw you a picture to draw you a diaphragm? That's my opinion, okay, pal? Get over it. Get used to it. I like the Backstreet Boys. Chris Rock, who I can take or leave, last night I could have left because he was weak. He was really, really weak. And I don't come on to watch a show hoping that it's bad or hoping the MC bombs. I, I, I'm not hoping for that. I'm not going to invest three hours in the, of my life watching something hoping it's going to be really weak. The whole thing was weak. And like I said, gutless and spineless, putting a show on in delay because they're bleeping a few things out, including some of Chris Rock's lines, because MTV is so paranoid because they've been burned in the past. Because God forbid somebody should say on the air. Keeping in mind, again, it's a cable show. It's not an over-the-air show. It's a freaking cable show. They can say the F word. They can say whatever the hell they want, like they do in Europe on the channels. They had that TV-14, like, the whole time it was on. Oh, that, that won't cover it up, okay, because... You know, God forbid, somebody a 13 and a half should hear the F word. 56705, oh, you can't understand. See, I hate to break the news to you. Not everybody sees the world through you are, your eyes, okay? I know that comes as a real shock to you, sir. Not everybody agrees. Maybe the majority of people in the audience this morning thought, oh, Chris Rock was really great last night, the people who watched that show. You know something? I don't care. He sucked. Anybody that's getting paid big bucks who's supposed to be a real funny guy who can't ad-lib and fill 15 seconds here, 30 seconds there, that's not a funny guy. That's a guy, any, anybody can read lines that somebody writes for him. But be that as it may, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm also glad you hate the Backstreet Boys, okay? Here's Hollywood, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning, sir, how are you? I'm doing great. I think uh, I kind of agree because uh, Chris Rock is normally a pretty, pretty funny guy. I agree. Just, I don't know, man. He took some doggy downers or something because he just wasn't on it. He didn't have any material. I think the funniest line was in the beginning when, when like you say, he's talking about Jennifer Lopez coming into yeah, limousines. Yeah, that's right. That was, and he's that, all ass. That, right, that and about Tommy Lee, about he came out with her. 17 inches, yeah. Right, and that was about it. I mean, everything, you're right, stretching this. and I mean, I was, I I was kind of surprised. I mean, the very fact that he had to say that they're telling me to stretch, just, you know, you do a little material there and stretch. That's how you stretch and fill a gap. Not come on there like, oh, what am I going to do now? They're telling me to stretch and I got no material. I live in La Vida Loca, La Vida Loca. You know, it was like he was desperate. Unbelievable. Yeah. And by the way, my, uh, my four-year-old son, he's like, uh, I hate to admit this, but he loves the Backstreet Boys. There you go. I mean, the kid's four and a half. He knows, like, every word of every song. Well, that's, that's their demographic. It's actually embarrassing. Okay, have a great day. Bye. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I hate to break the news. That guy called a couple of calls ago, but their concert here on Wednesday, they had to add a second concert Tuesday. They're both sold out, and the tickets are going for a 1000 bucks a piece, and I'll be sitting there in the front row, okay, sir? And <clears throat> to you, all right? Can't understand how I like because they're great because they can sing. I know that comes as a great shock to some of you, but they can actually sing. What a shock, and especially as compared to most of the people who were on that show last night. I don't want to mention any names like Lauren Hill or Instinct or Ricky Martin, but compared to them, they're some of the great recording artists in the history of mankind compared to some of those other people.
and Nine Inch Nails in that brilliant performance last night. And I love them. I have no idea what that. Maybe they were hanging out with Lauren Hill before the show because it was totally incoherent. I guess you had to do a lot of drugs before the show. You enjoyed it more. Yeah, come on. Wrong ones. Three, three minutes before 11 at 560 WQAM. Georgie Bush says that his nose is clean and never puts up in it. Because he's running for the White House, so he just can't admit it. Stone drunk and that's not all. He even down a few speedballs. In college and he drugged with do. He even dropped some message too. Why won't George just come out and simply say he did it? He preferred the press would shut their mouth. But it's none of your goddamn business. He did more than what you think. But he washed it down the sink. Does he prefer cocaine to hash? That's the question that he does. Can he make his point much clearer? Like a razor on a mirror. But he wants us to believe that he didn't do anything. Georgie Bush says that his nose is clean and never puts a in it because he's running for the White House. So he just can't admit it. Georgie's clean, Georgie's clean, Georgie's clean. could be here to look into it right now to look up each nostril. It's 11 at 560 WQAM. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Good. Listen, uh, I, have you seen the Herald today? Probably. Yes. Did you check out the uh, Section B, the seat at the sex club trial is a hot ticket? I just got through reading the article on Oh, there. I missed it. I'm sorry. I just I just got just tuned on to it. Yeah. And we talked about all the lawns of there, how she's in trouble. That's all the material I had. I just okay, want to make thank sure. you. Yeah, I got it. Nobody cares about it, but I got it. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Did you happen to see the Tom Green show last night? No, I was way beyond my. Oh record. yeah, me too. I was just wondering if you saw it. If it's a repeat or not? Repeat. Oh, oh it was a repeat. Oh, thank God. That's a good news. George says it was a repeat. Thank God. Oh, right. I feel like he didn't miss anything. <laughs> but wouldn't you agree with me? I don't want to put words in your mouth that they could have used him a lot more effectively on that show last night. Oh, the, uh, the MTV award. Right. Oh, I didn't watch that. No way. Oh, good, good choice. No way. I don't like MTV to begin with. They, they wasted their time. I mean, they had him out in the street, like, riding around in cars with the old ladies and giving out the numbers to call in for the Viewer's Choice Awards and giving the, who the nominees were. And it was just uh, it was not even mildly amusing by his standards, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't like Chris Rock at all, so there was no way I was going to watch that. <laughs> Have you been to the Tom Green webpage? No. No? What, it's, what is it? It's, all, it's basically just a lot of the pictures. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I saw. Did you hear about Lauren Hill? She would rather go poor than have white people buy her album. Yeah. Yeah. She's, you hear about that? she's a real uh, psycho case. She can't sing. She looks like crap. She's a real weirdo, and she's got a real crappy attitude. That's why she got 200 awards last night. Yeah, unbelievable. And you made a good choice. Thanks, pal. Okay. See ya. Yeah, it was a crappy show, let's be honest about it, okay? It was really disappointing, like all of them are. I, I never even watched that show, but they gave it such a hype job, and I've been uh, so much into MTV and these videos, I figured I was compelled to watch it, you know? The Spirit of Christ compelled me. Damn Christ. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And, and you know, in all the hyping that they did, the thing with Robert Culp that they showed 500 times, you know, with the highlights, the clips from the previous years, they pointed out at the beginning of that uh, thing, there were like 700 award shows on TV every year. 700! Where these people sit around, most of whom are very, very marginally talented, some no talent at all, and they sit around and they pat each other on the back and they uh, tell each other how wonderful they are. Terrific. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? Pretty good, sir. 
Yeah, I know this is a little off topic, but uh, last night I get a call at 2.30 in the morning. My wife answers the phone and yeah. asks for Alexander. My, now, Alexander's my seven-year-old son. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, she says, well, who's this calling? And they say, American Airlines. And I said, uh, she says, American Airlines, what do you want? And they go, well, we're just calling about his flight being canceled. And he said, well, Alexander's seven and he's not taking a flight. And we just look at each other like, what is the, what are they doing calling us at 2.30 in the morning asking about our seven-year-old son? Nice. So uh, just another great... Uh, and you, you didn't even have a ticket for him to go somewhere? Nothing. Nothing. So I guess they were just looking in the phone book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they figured they could, uh, he knew where there were some good drugs. Well, who knows? Who knows? But uh, we were, uh, you know... Kind of just looked at each other. Well, that, that should convince you. If you weren't already convinced, just say no. to American Airlines, man. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, pal. Have a great day. See ya. How do you like that? They are so inept. I heard Hank going off on them the other day. He had a horrible experience, and they shipped his luggage to a – he was going to San Diego for the Dolphin Exhibition game out there, and they shipped his uh, golf clubs to Seattle or somewhere. I mean, at least it begins with an S. That's American Airlines for you. And like I said, they don't have time to deal with the luggage and things like this when they're too busy worrying about where to get the cocaine and where to stick the heroin and making sure they get some of the heroin in the pilot's coffee and making sure we get the hand grenades in the overheads and have them lined up just right. Fifteen more yesterday, and like somebody said that when they had the first bust a few weeks ago, this is only the tip of the iceberg, all you ramp rats out there that are busy taking out full-page ads in the Herald because so you're so offended. Instead of being offended by the media, you ought to be offended by these all these criminals, all these thugs, all these lunatics that are working around you and with an airline that uh, hires people like this and that is so lax, so lax in uh, their hiring practices and uh, obviously in their security, too. God, what an embarrassment. As usual, you know, first it was the Pan Am Games. Before that, it was the cigar aficionado being banned at Miami International because some bitch over there decided she didn't like the article on Castro, and now it's all the drug stuff. I mean, everywhere you look, this is the laughing stock of the universe. We had Mayor Penis with his penny sales tax, which, uh, you know, this story, by the way, about the bust yesterday, this was the lead story on CNN and on Headline News, many, many newscasts yesterday. As we make the big news again, let's hear it oh! for South Florida. The laughing stock of the world. Nice going, Mayor. Okay, great. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. You know this world's nothing but a bunch of hype. Yeah. I was really upset last night. Um, you probably fell asleep before Paul McCartney made his cameo. Yeah, I, I did. I forgot there was one more award coming. So thank God, because I, I think that would have set me off. I would have had to call in sick today if I saw Lauren Hill get the video. So they, they told me that he said uh, some guy named Lawrence Hill. Lawrence Hill, that's correct. Right now, was he was he really being stupid or was he just that his uh, pathetic idea of a uh, joke? I don't know. It was, I think it was a little bit of his English humor. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, he's pretty quick. And evidently, Lauren didn't, uh, wasn't buying into it. She uh, didn't find it the least bit amusing. She was no, not at all. Well, she's an uptight bitch anyway. Too bad. That's it. Well, Neil, you know, we're all getting old. And uh, when you've got to see the likes of uh, Diana Ross, Paul McCartney, and the other cameos that were on there, I feel like I'm an ancient man and I'm 45 years old. Steve Tyler, yeah. You know, it's but, just but at, least, at least those were the great entertainers that were out there last night. They sure were. Okay, pal. Take care. See ya. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Do we like Lauren Hill? No. Can't stand Lauren Hill. 
I don't. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, it's like this guy that called me before can't understand my taste. I just don't understand that. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess George is wrong. I'm wrong. This guy's wrong. Lauren Hill may be no, great. We're not wrong. She sucks. I, I just don't see what's there. Yo 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 yo. All right. That's that's worth a lot. I think I should get the at least two of the awards she got last night. I think I just did as good as she does. Without any accompaniment. I'll hope. Okay. How about in the background? Nine minutes after 11 at 560 WQFU. Beware of exploding balls. In theaters now. It's the blockbuster hit of the summer. From the director of Star Wars. The producer of The Spy Who Shagged Me. And the food cater of Muppets from Space. It's the Muppet that shagged Yoda. Uh, Yoda, you are looking sexy today. Oh, blow it out your pie hole. I'm a short, squat, furry creature who hasn't had sex since episode two. Oh, behave. <laughs> My marshmallow of love. Give me a break. I'm not even anatomically correct. I made the force be with you, Yoda. Hey, watch it with that lightsaber. Buddy. The Muppet that shagged Yoda. Get off of me! Come on, squeal like a Miss Piggy. So how's Frau Farbissner doing, by the way? 11.14 at 5.60 WQAM, 5.670.560, pound 5.60 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah. I watched the show last night. Yes, sir. And um, the best thing about that show, I thought, was uh, that actress, Denise Richards. I mean, she's a knockout. She probably doesn't have a brain in her head, but yeah. she looks pretty good. But uh, Chris Rock, I thought he was moderately funny, but he's hot right now. So you 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 tend to think people are funnier when they're hot. Um, but he wasn't he wasn't so great. He, did, he didn't at, even look lukewarm to me last night. He was he looked really uh, nervous and uh, he had no material and you know. It's not like they announced the day before that you're going to do this. You know, weeks and months ahead of time, they hire you to do this gig. So you'd think that if you got that much time to prepare for it, and you're really on a couple of minutes out of each hour, that you really have some good material. He didn't have it. You're right about when he was struggling, when he was trying to fill time. Yeah. I mean, he was really sweating it there. But uh, um, the other thing is, is the black music is such a big moneymaker now for the music industry. I mean, they almost have to throw it on there. And that's why I think they're winning all those awards. When I saw Lauren Hill win that award last night, oh. I mean, I wanted to throw my shoe through the TV. <laughs> I mean, it was like my son was watching it in his room. He got up and he goes, Dad, he goes, you believe that crap? Yeah. He goes, like, I mean, it's, it's a joke, but, I mean, that's what we're stuck with now, unfortunately. She, she put the C in rap right at the beginning of it. Yeah, you're right. And the last thing I'm going to say is I will be at the back, Backstreet Boys on Tuesday. I have great seats. I'm in about the fifth row. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 45 years old. I like them. I'm taking my daughter. The third time I saw them. All right. I think that song they got out now is great. I mean, I wish I, wish I could have wrote that song. You bet. But, uh, me, but... I mean, you know, I, I think they're pretty good. And, uh, okay, I'll see you there. There you go, man. We'll see you at the show. Thanks. You are my final. You see, there we have this segment of people. It goes back to the boxing thing. It goes back to this whole macho thing. We have a segment of the male audience out there. And they feel that, you know, like, like, uh, Limp Biscuit. They gotta like that record because it's called Nookie. You know, when he says Nookie 50 minutes, stick it up your ass. Like I've told you before, they don't even have the balls to say ass, you know, because this is America, it's not Europe. So we have to sanitize everything. And if they said ass, they'd probably have to bleep it out or have a TV version and a radio version uh, that they wouldn't play the ass part, you know. But they do? Because they say a lot of other crap during the Oh, jeez, well, God forbid, you know. 
So, so there, and it's just like the thing with TRL. Carson comes on air like uh, last month, uh, while the Backstreet Boys were number one every day in the voting. And uh, oh, he's very disappointed because he, of course, wants to make it very clear, being a macho married guy that he is, that he really likes uh, Nookie better by uh, Limp Dick Biscuit. You know. Now there's a group, and their performance last night, and all they did was uh, was uh, do one of the uh, things, presentations. Pathetic, pathetic including the one guy that keeps falling down on the floor. The only problem is he keeps getting back up again. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Listen, you can't confuse the MTV awards with the Grammy awards. Yeah. MTV is a very narrow market, and this is what those kids are listening to. But, you know, it was funny. When Paul McCartney got on, they played one of the old... Hello. I'm listening. You're back. Yeah, when Paul McCartney came on, they played one of the classic Beatles tunes. I'd like to hear anybody humming uh, one of Lauryn Hill's songs. And as far as Ray Recchi goes, uh, he had three um, um, columns when he discovered he had cancer. The first one was a shock in discovering he had it. The second one, he talked about his family and how he's going to fight. And the third one was just a few weeks ago when he talked about how happy he was when everybody wrote in to tell him how much they loved him. Yeah, about 3,000 letters. Yeah, but, uh, you know, apparently all three articles uh, were printed at times when you were on vacation breaks. Yeah, yeah I, I had no idea. I mean, I look in the paper and I see this and it was just a total shock. I was only I, 51 years old. I was shocked that it was less than two months from the time he was uh, diagnosed with cancer to the time mm. he died. And, uh, you know, he looks just like me. And it, it just, it, I was a big, fat guy like he was. And it was kind of a shock. Well, that, that said, Neil, I'm on my way to Chicago to uh, take Mommy to show tonight. Okay. Uh, she's not feeling well, and I don't think she's going to make, make it down to Florida again. So spend a week in Chicago. See you when I get back. Zagazun. 5670560, pound 560. Oh, that was uplifting. Well, it's just the way life is. You know, God works in mysterious ways with all these diseases that he inflicts on us. You know, the Lord. Nail pattern baldness, rectal cancer, uh, you know, you name it. He comes up with it. Club foot. What do they call it with the lip? What do they call that? We're a, uh, what do they call Caker? it? No, not a cancer. Hair lip? Hair lip, yeah. He must, have, he must have just, you know, got on that particular day. He must have just had a bad BM or something like that, you know. Been in a real bad uh, frame of mind when he invented the hair lip. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, now. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, this is Mike from a top executive uh, marketing company. Hello. I'm listening, sir. Now, what I noticed about I heard you saying something about Chris Rock and his uh, product being dry yesterday. I said he sucked, is what I said last night. His product is uh, sucks. Now, what well, I, I said noticed he is sucked last night, sir. Let me say it again. I said, sir, let me say it again. I said he sucked last night. I didn't say I don't like him. I said I thought he was very weak last night. Okay, you know, I think uh, what I noticed from your uh, comment, though, is that uh, when somebody like you sees somebody who's similar to you, good at what they do, you don't like it. You mean like Tom Green? Oh, I love Tom Green. And yeah. so do I. Huh? There are a whole lot of people who I like, and if they're good, I'll tell you about it. I'll be the first one. Like Phil Henry, do I knock him? Anybody that I think is a talent, I'm delighted to tell you how to share it with the audience. I don't see what's wrong in his uh, show. He, he wasn't funny last night, sir. He wasn't. He had no material. He had one or two lines that he kept repeating over and over again. And how many times do I need to say that? I didn't think he was good. And I've spoken to a lot of other people this morning who agree with me. 
I mean, I listen to your show a lot. So, in other words, if I didn't think Chris Rock was good last night, I'm full. I'm a bad guy. Is that what it is? No, I'm not saying you're a bad guy. It's just like in your show, you know, if you say somebody is not good at what they were doing last but, night, but sir, you got to understand. I, I get paid to give my opinion. That's all I can do. That's my opinion. That doesn't make it right. That's my opinion. Well, you did the same thing with Monica Lewinsky's case. You spent a whole week on it, and uh, but I enjoyed it. But that doesn't mean it was with Monica Lewinsky's case. Yeah, I mean uh, during uh, during her situation. I mean, you repeated the same thing for about a week. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. You were good at it because that was a news story, sir. It was going went on for eighteen months, not for a week. I went on for a year week. and a half. I heard you knocking on it over. I mean, on sir, the, let me say uh, it again. I would challenge Chris Rock to come in here and do one hour, not four hours, but one hour of a spontaneous talk show without any notes, without any cue cards. I would challenge him to do that because he can't ad lib for crap, and he showed that very clearly last night. I don't think there will be any contest there because uh, you're a genius to what you do, no no doubt about it. I give you that. I, I, just, I just don't respect somebody who can't fill 15 or 20 seconds a few times during a three-hour telecast. I mean, let's face it, how much time did he have to fill last night? He wasn't on that much. Well, you gotta get you got to give the man his little props, you know, every now and then. He's give a boy and he's going in the industry. You know, he's still got room for improvement. Yeah, he's got a lot of room for improvement. No doubt. Who would you rather have seen last night being the host of the show, Chris Rock or Tom Green? I tell you what, I'd rather prefer to see you on the show last night. Okay, well, next year. I'll be there next year. Thank you. Tom Green would have been funnier the first 10 seconds without saying anything, just with that crazy look on his face. That's right, with all the crap coming out of his mouth. That, that you would have been on the floor peeing in your pants, okay? There's a guy who's funny as Tom Green. Not just a guy who keeps coming on whining the same racial stuff about, oh, black this and black that. Uh, why didn't he sing old black magic for crying out loud? God, gets really old and ponderous. That's all he talked about. In fact, he should have got the mop out. At least he did done something constructive. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. In fact, I can just see him in one of those porno joints with the 25-cent boots. He'd be good with a mop in there. Do a good job for him. Here's Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Tom Green is hilarious, by the way. Yes, he is. And I have I have a few comments. I don't know how many of these you touched on. But uh, first of all, what's with all the gum chewing? If you're going to get an award, take the gum out. <laughs> good point. I realize it's only MTV, but at least they have a little bit of class, right? The other thing is Janine Garofalo, I, I can't figure out her appeal yet. Yeah. Uh, Carson Daly, two words for him, Jenny Craig. Yeah. Pamela Anderson. And a third word, boring. Absolutely. Get him some no-dos, wake him up. Absolutely. Uh, Pamela Anderson looked like a uh, Mustang Ranch prostitute. Whatever. But, but the good thing is she had that huge hat that covered up her whole head all the way down to her uh, its, you know, so that was good. Thank God. As far as Kid Rock, his body makes me want to puke, so please <laughs> keep your shirt on. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of amusing when uh, Tupac and Biggie's mom got on there, and I think Tupac's mom was going to get uh, nominated for some award, and when, when she opened the award, it was like the mother was expecting the uh, award to go to Tupac, and then... Eh, Went to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee, you're just, just disgusting. Oh, the, the audience booed him. I thought they were going to get up and have a riot and kick his ass out of there. Terrible. Did you see uh, when Ricky Martin, you can almost hear a collective groan when he sang uh, La Vida Loca. He's so <laughs> sick of that song. 
Um, I will say this. Yeah, but you know, but like I said, if he would have just stuck to that, he'd have been okay because because he can do that fine. He's got enough practice. And number two, all he does is shake his ass, yeah. and then they make a lot of noise, and that's fine. It covers up the fact he can't sing. But when he started singing that new single of his, I I wanted to cry. I mean, it was just pathetic. That's what I was thinking. Oh, he was exposed at that moment. Stick to the uh, hoochie coochie, baby. Absolutely. The uh... Jennifer Lopez, I you know she looks ethnic. I'll, I'll give you. I really took a good look at her. She looks ethnic, but I, she's not really ugly. We, we might disagree on that. I, I don't know if the word is ugly, but I think disappointing. You know, she, she that schnoz needs a lot of work. You could put a roadmap on it. Yes, it's, it's, there is something with the nose. Yeah. Madonna, can I get the throw up sound? <laughs> oh, she was terrible. Uh, Fat boy Slim yeah. have to be the most uncharismatic beings alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's with those dudes up there? Everybody. And, and what's with that one weird guy? The the one the, with the that fruitcake with the glasses that looks like Ichabod Crane on a bad day. Yeah, with a skinny arm. Oh, oh she is a trip. Un- unbelievable. And and I have to say, there was two bonuses last night though. One. Was... Oh wait, it's Mark Anthony. Oh God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the two bonuses of the night were when the Jerry Maguire chick came out. She has great legs. And the bonus was when sometimes women will wear a dress that's opaque, but when you have a million lights on it, it becomes see-through, and you mm-hmm. can see your nipples through the dress. Bonus. Great. And the uh, the, the oh, one right. the one black the black uh, chick that came out and Diana Ross was playing with her. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Little it. Yeah, she was uh, dynamite. She was the highlight. Have a great day, Neil. And back to you. See ya. Oh, by the way, there's Mark Anthony. You can't think for shit. Yeah, I know. 26 after 11 at 560 WQM. It's Friday, you bastard. Hey, Ricky, all day long I have to hear your stupid song. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Hey, Ricky, when you dance, it's too salty. Got in your pants. Hey, Ricky. 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 Okay, it's 11.32 at 560 WQM. What do we got today? We got Hank at 2. We got uh, the Jimmy Johnson Show 5 to 6. We got 6 o'clock talking baseball with Donnie B. And then we got the Marlins and uh, the Reds. 
at 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tonight. Nice going, Barry Jackass. Maybe before the season is out, you can cause enough stink between Joan Angel and Dave O'Brien that they don't speak to each other. By the way, speaking of that, join QAM Broadcasting Live from Hockey Fest 99 tomorrow from noon to 5. Enjoy interactive games, meet Florida Panther players, and lots more at the National Carrienta Center. And the rumors have it that uh, they need to sell a lot more season tickets. I don't want to say, but uh, that's what I'm the. If the that's just the vibe that I'm getting. I'm not saying that anybody actually said that, but I'm just picking up that vibration. That season ticket sales aren't exactly what they were last year. That the bloom is a little bit off the rose, and that we better keep Pavel Bure real, real, real healthy. I mean, real healthy, or the Murrays will be on the bus before November. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'll tell you what. I'm 39 years old. I was a little excited about watching that show last night. They kept playing those reruns of Neil Young and Pearl Jam a couple of years ago. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it. I missed the first 20 minutes, and I think the first thing I saw was, who is that guy, Root Boy Slim, or whoever he is, <laughs> up there performing this? Somebody actually sat down and said, we're going we're gonna to take this song, Praise You, we're going to put people up there in these puffy blue blankets. Yeah. And in the middle of the song, they're going to rip them off, and they're going to have these street corner Bicycle flashing flashes. light suits yeah. down underneath them. I don't know mm -hmm. what the hell that was all about. But the thing, that, the, club. the thing that gets me is, I mean, I'm a closet musician. I've been playing and singing since I was 10 years old, and I didn't hear a single musician last night on that show. Not a single one. Yeah. Uh, How about was, Steve it, Tyler? I, I must have gone to bed before he came on. Yeah. But for what I watched, every act that was up, it was it was awful. It was either rap or some uh, Nine Inch Nails. I don't know what that thing was all yeah, they about. Were, they were incoherent. They must have got the good oh. stuff. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what incredible. that was. And, you know, I would never buy a Lauryn Hill record, but uh, but I have to disagree with you. She really can sing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever listened when she was with the Fugees, but she had a, they had a song, they did a remake of the Roberta well, Black song, maybe she can't, right? And she can sing when she wants to. Maybe she can sing, but she sure ain't doing it lately. All right, Neil. Okay, thanks. I'm out of material. See, and she's right. glad she's glad that you're not buying the records too. By the way, she don't want no white folks buying the records. She don't have to worry about us. <laughs> Is there any chance that no, no, no? I could go into the record store and clean out every bin, but somehow the Lauren Hill bin, I would just, uh, oops, sorry, missed that one. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You got no credibility. I mean, you're a Good, good one, Julio. 5670560, pound 560. And that's why you're listening to the show, isn't it? Yeah. That must be the answer because I guess it turns you on. Maybe that's why you're squeezing yourself right now, Julio. Maricon, Bucaron. 567, probably Ricky's boyfriend, you know. And pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Nobody cares why, but I think that's why they're all listening, pal, including you. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. He said eight words. I mean, he didn't. I mean, he stuck with it for eight words, Neil. I mean, <laughs> what's this guy? You know, I, I want to tell you something. You're, you're, you're the best talk host going. Everybody listens to you. Uh -huh. And then you get these guys who call up and criticize yeah, them. Yeah. You know, I, hey, listen, a little criticism, anybody can add a little criticism. I know, but they but, don't. But the idea that I'm so so obnoxious and so detestable. And the, well, wait a minute. And the fact that anybody who would say that is listening, like I've told you a million times before, it's not a commentary on me. It's a commentary on them. What are they listening for? Exactly. 
Exactly. If he's so homophobic and uptight about what I put in my mouth and where and when, I think the word is not homophobic. I think it's jealous. But Neil, you you stayed you you kept quiet and let him talk, and he couldn't even talk. Eight he, words. I finally, had, I finally had to dump him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But you know, I I want to tell you about last night. I, I have three. I have two teenagers and a seven year old. Yeah. And because of you listening to you yesterday, I, I watched this uh, these awards last night. I'm sorry. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying, you know, I, I have these kids have every radio on the, in the house. Yeah. My other son was working out last night. And he was listening to this stuff. I told them I was going to sit down and watch it with them, you know, bonding, right? Six minutes into the monologue, I couldn't stand Chris Rock anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. He, he You know, it's like, it's like you, when he first started out, he was good, but... If it's not written for him, like in the movies, he's good in the movies. He, he's as stale as last year's bread, well, he man. Can't, and last year's he can't, bread. You know, he can't. He must have repeated twelve times about these wannabe niggers, you know, and and stuff like that. And I, you know, I don't. He couldn't come up with anything new. At six minutes, I had them in their own room watching the TV. I had to turn something else on. I couldn't stand it, you yeah. know. But in the movies, he, he's. He's scripted and everything. He's good, but this. Well, there are a lot of people like that. They're very, they're fine as long as they stick to the script. But if you ask them to ad lib uh, two words, forget it. They're you're exactly, you're exactly That's the difference right. between somebody who's a talent and somebody who can uh, read a line good. He couldn't stay with you an hour. Yeah, it's exactly right. Great show, Neil. Okay, pal. Bye. See you, and watch out for the big uh, five six seven oh five sixty rhymes with big and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Well, he said nigger. Okay, is there something wrong with that? No, that's what he said. I mean, Chris Rock was the one that made it into a whole racial thing in the first place. And I was thinking to myself, you know, if there was a white guy up there talking about all these farces trying to uh, make money with music like white people or making comments like that, they, they would have dragged him off the stage. They would have had the goddamn riot police in there dragging him off the stage. Oh, my God, here's a racist on there. Here's a Klansman. But for some reason, uh, you know, now that the shoe is on the other foot, it's uh, just black this and black that and yada, yada. I mean, how about who cares what color they are if, they're, if they can sing, if their music is good? That's all I'm looking for. I don't give a crap uh, how, you know, what color they are on a goddamn Richter scale. Although I do like Malcolm. In fact, the more I see him, the more I like him. 21 before noon at 560. WQAM. And I was kind of stretching. Hey, this is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Juice burritos and don't care. Got skid moss underwear. Ooh, it makes you want to cry. Don't know from where it came. Stomach cramps drive you insane. Ooh, it makes you wanna die. Ooh, should have bought some some. Cause now you've got the run. Diarrhea, it ain't fun to have ya. Standing in a restroom line Eating tacos, salsa and nachos Two many spicy foods at once 16 till noon at 560 WQM. By the way, did you know the Goo Goo Dolls were from Buffalo? Did you know that? Well, now you know that. Not that you care, of course. 
but they happen. Be on right now. This is a matter. Since we're music intensive today. Anyway, here's a fax from Steve, who lives at the uh, Hotel Amster- Hotel American in Amsterdam. Sends me a fax with a, a little uh, news clip. It says, under a bill expected to become law next year, the government of the Netherlands recently proposed to loosen restrictions on euthanasia for pain-wracked and curably ill people, even extending the right to children as young as age 12. In principle, those ages 12 to 15 would also need parental permission to choose death, but doctors in some circumstances could honor a kid's wishes even without it. Euthanasia would still be illegal under the bill, but doctors adhering to the new guidelines would be immune from prosecution. Par for the course, typical, as they continue being light years ahead of us here. Thank you, Steve, by the way. Also, thank you for the recommendation on the Hotel Pulitzer. So here's this letter to the editor in the Sun Sentinel this morning. Like I said at the beginning of the show today, I can't imagine any newspaper, if somebody were to write a virulently anti-Semitic letter, to the editor, I mean really blatantly and with, with all kinds of inaccuracies and just grotesquely bigoted, or a racist letter to the editor. I really have doubts that any newspaper, responsible or not, would put it in there. But here's the lead letter to the editor in the Sun Sentinel this morning and a big fat letter from Arsenio Rodriguez in Oakland Park. Don't ask, don't tell, column a sad joke, it says. The editorial by Janet E. Halley concerning Don't Ask, Don't Tell is a joke. Having a gay man in the confined quarters in which the military requires men to operate is the same as having a heterosexual man dressed as a woman in confined quarters with military women who don't know that there's a man under that dress. Their privacy and personal space, what there is of it, is unknowingly violated. The other issue is this. We live in a democratic society. The majority rules expressed through our congressional representatives. Majority rules. So in other words, if you want to be a bigot and you're part of the majority, you have a right to do that, according to Arsenio. This being the case, the latest statistics that I've read declare, now wait till you hear this, the latest statistics I've read declare that about 2% of the U.S. population is either gay, lesbian, or has experienced a homosexual act. Now, that's interesting because Kinsey discovered way back when, I think it was in the 50s he did his research, that 30 to 40 percent of men had experienced at least one homosexual act. You see, as Gore Vidal says, there are no homosexuals or heterosexuals. There are homosexual acts and heterosexual acts, et cetera, and so on. But anyway, Arsenio, not being confused with the facts and coming up with these ridiculous statistics, goes on to say, why are we allowing 2 percent of the population to dictate to the other 98 percent what we tolerate? In this democratic society of Christians, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, etc., the majority believe homosexuality be an abomination to God. They are against special status for homosexuals, against being forced to submit their children in school to homosexual ideas as to what is acceptable sexual behavior, against having their spouses in the military being forced to cohabitate with gays and lesbians. Adultery is an abomination to God. Do we allow teachers to offer adultery as an acceptable lifestyle? Certainly more than uh, 2% of the population has committed adultery with a divorce rate of almost 60%. If we aren't allowing this, then why are we allowing the 2% of the gay lesbian community to dictate to us what is and what isn't acceptable? Are we scared of not being politically correct? Are adulterers given special legal status? I'm not proud of what our president's done in the past regarding his immorality. I didn't vote for him. However, he eventually admitted his mistakes and continued forward in repentance. For that, I support him. When was the last time you heard one of the 2% of the gay population of the community saying that he or she was sorry for being gay or lesbian and that he or she is asking for God's forgiveness and to help them to change? Do we want God's forgiveness? No. Do we want to change? No. Oh, I'm sorry. The Family Research Institute of Washington, D.C. conducted a national random survey, and of course we know about Gary Bauer's Family Research Council, that it was just a random survey, of 4,340 adults. 
Of those admitting to being gay or lesbian, 85% of the men and 29% of the women reported that their first sexual experience was homosexual. Well, now let me ask you this. How could 85% of the men have said that if only 2% of the population has ever experienced a homosexual act? Arsenio? Faggot. Are you following these great statistics? And the Sun Sentinel goes ahead and puts this convoluted crap in the newspaper. That they had been exposed to unsolicited homosexual or and, and or incestual acts as children and adolescents, misspelled, and in some cases including rape by their fathers, brothers, uncles, etc. That still leaves the 15% of the 2% who may have been born that way, which equals 15 times 2%, 0.3% or 0.003. As these warped statistics continue here from Arsenio. I think it must be Arsenio Hall looking to make a comeback. Let's take a vote on both issues by those that these issues direct, uh, directly affect. How about it, Sun Sentinel? How about a 1-800 number vote? Arsenio Rodriguez in Oakland Park. How dare they? And like I said before, we don't have a don't ask, don't tell. We have don't ask, do kill is what we have. See, it's not the straight people in the military who are, have reason to be nervous and concerned. It's the gay people in the military, like Barry Winchell, who ain't feeling too good anymore. Those are the people that have reason to be very concerned and looking over their shoulder because they wind up being dead from baseball bats to the head. Every other civilized, every other westernized country in the world, including Israel and Canada, which are two of the latest, has gays in the military, and these people sleep in the same quarters, and life goes on, and nobody gets molested. In fact, all of the molestation cases we read about are by heterosexual men against women in the military. Zillions of them. So I guess maybe we shouldn't have women in the military either, based on Arsenio's logic there, because it makes for a real dangerous environment and too much hanky-panky going on of the hetero variety, by the way. That, that this letter, I'm going to save this. I'm saving this for posterity. I'm never going to lose this letter. The fact that the Sun Sentinel will put a piece of garbage in the newspaper with these ridiculous statistics, which even contradicted within the letter itself. 85% of the men in the one study, but only 2% of the people in the country ever even had a homosexual experience. Anybody figure this out? No. Only Arsenio and his warped, homophobic, hysterical, good Christian mind. Only this bit can figure it out. His name is Rodriguez, by the way. Here's Miami. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I just had the Miami police call my house begging for money. And um, uh, it's, it's pretty funny figuring how I get stopped on a regular occasion. Uh-huh. And I have to, like, already plan, like, on my way to work, I have to plan, like, a 15-minute stop usually because I'm, like, a teenager. And I get pulled over a lot. Mm-hmm. And usually for no reason. And they call my house. And uh, I hope I hope you told them. No. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I told him no. Then he hung tell, up. Tell him you're a little short. He told me I was trying to be really nice to him and not hang up on him. And then when I told him no, he hung up on me. He was just like, okay. Oh yeah, the last time I had one of the close calls, I said, gee, I'm afraid I can't help you out this year. He said, oh yeah, right. And he hung up the phone like real sarcastic, <laughs> which made me feel real proud that I had told him no. Oh yeah, but it's great considering how they like to stop me and then they go and waste our money and go and raid swing clubs and go regulate other people's sexual lives, private sex lives that nobody cares about. Yeah, tell them go uh, raise some more money at the uh, club trapeze. Oh, yeah. Okay, pal. All right. Slow down. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Doral. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning, sir. Buenos to you. All right. Listen, you took the words right out of my mouth uh, uh, when you said about if if there was a white comedian talking about uh, black people 
Oh, my God. Oh, that guy would have broke loose. They'd have gone nuts. Oh, Jesus The NAACP Christ. would have been on the horn. They'd have had Jesse Jackson on their yeah. day. They would have had to apologize for exactly. a couple of hours. Exactly. Well, what, yeah. what is this reverse racism crap on there where black people can come on and make all kinds of demeaning remarks about white people, mm -hmm. and it's, it's supposed to be funny? That's right. And the only two, if you notice, the only two material that black comedians have is either, one, how badly they got beaten up by their mothers when they were kids yeah. that you can't get away with now, and secondly, uh, about white people. Oh, white people are like this, but us black people, we, yeah. you know, the stuff we do is more cool. Well, the Jeffersons were funny. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, another thing, I did see this show yesterday, and the whole time I watched it, I thought about you. I said, Neil's going to rip the hell out of this, because it, it's really bad. You know, it's really, really bad. <laughs> it was. I, it was. I, and, and you know something? That's my own fault, because when was the last time you saw a good award show? Yeah. Award shows suck. Yeah. There are, there are a bunch of overdressed, silly-ass people sitting around acting very important yeah. and, of course, uh, you know, applauding themselves and each other. And most of them hate each other like poison anywhere and are jealous as all hell and pretending to be real happy when somebody else wins the award that they're nominated for. Right. Uh, special performance plan tonight, right, from you guys? Go ahead. That's another, thing. Showing it again now. That's another thing I was going to tell you. Whenever I go to a special occasion or somewhere where I can really, like, show off, I mean, I try to dress nicely. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is the case with people putting on T-shirts, yeah. coming up looking like they just, like... Well, don't you uh, wish you could look the, like the artist who used to be the artist formerly known as and then used to be look, Prince before that? He looked like a little... Gonna be the yeah. He looked like a little girl. Yeah. Well, when I saw him sitting in the he audience. Like little Red Riding Hood with purple on. Right. When I saw him in the audience, I said, who was that? Little Purple Riding Hood. And then they showed him again. I go, oh, look who that is. Maybe it was the Purple People Eater. Yeah. Okay, pal. Okay, all right, thanks, Neil. Glad you enjoyed it. And I apologize to anybody who watched that crap last night because I uh, told them about it and talked about it yesterday. I'm sorry. I wish I not only wouldn't have talked about it, I wish I wouldn't have watched it. Could have played part cheesy. Could have picked my nose for three hours, had a more entertaining time. How can you be picking on Chris Rock, man? He's great. Okay, whatever you say. You know, it's, it's like if there's a music group you like. Yeah? Lady, woman, enemy wins. And the winner is... Backstreet Boys! All I have to say... I do like that video. I can't stand her, but I do love the video. At least her hair was clean last night. She was okay. I, I was happy for her. I don't even like her, but I was happy for oh, her. Oh, little Kim. Because she was getting screwed. Oh, there she Must is. There's little Kim with a uh, with a pasty on. And here's Diana Ross squeezing it. I think that was that Diana Ross or Michael Jackson. No, it was Diana. Michael wouldn't have touched it. Maybe Janet would have. In fact, I know Janet would have squeezed it. You notice how Janet comes out there like a cow? You see her in the beginning. Very like cow. Man, oh man. You could each one of her boobs could even make it into a planet. Rhymes with. Maybe she's a, maybe she has implants. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Guilty. Cleared of all five charges. Tony Martin was found innocent today. Hello, I'm Tony Martin, and I'll be found not guilty so that I can play football. Because now I know all I got to say is, I don't know. If that'd be good news for you, because now I can be laundering money anytime with my new money laundering cell. Because all I got to say is, I don't know. And that's all I got to say. So if you be needing to be cleaning the green, for cocaine, grass, or stolen TV. 
If you need pimping funky money for your crack at home, that's what the money laundering store be for. Tony Martin's Money Laundering Store. Take advantage of Tony's grand opening special and get your free copy of Jimmy Johnson's 1999 Judiciary Graft Guide. I also pay cash for your house. So call 800 444 All celebrity voices have been impersonated. By the way, Sam the Sham in our promotion department says Jordan Knight floats like a butterfly. Two minutes past noon at 560 WQAM. Five, six, George says that we're getting uh, some idiots from Broward today because Broward School is out. How come those punks aren't calling with something to say about the MTV Music Awards last night, huh? Wouldn't you think that with the kids in Broward being out of school because it's Jew year tonight? Wouldn't you think that uh, they might have something to say? I would have certainly have thought that. But no, instead of that, they got that, 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 that's what they got. Maybe they're talking the same crap like, uh, what's her name? Lauren Hill is talking. We just don't, we, we just do not be understanding that language. 5670560, pound 560 on our AT&T wireless line. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I had a very interesting evening last night switching back and forth between phony sports, i.e. heavyweight professional wrestling, which is actually quite funny, uh-huh. and phony music. Yeah. MTV. You know, uh, about 10 years ago when I was living in L.A., there was an article, uh, a commentary in the L.A. Times uh, concerning rap music, I think Robert Crisco was the music editor back then. I don't know. Ted Field, who is the head of the Marshall Field Department Search Chain in Chicago, yeah. was and possibly still is the president of Interscope, and made the comment that if you don't like rap music, you're racist. This goes back to something you were saying earlier. Crap. And I immediately got on you know, the computer, wrote a, wrote a commentary saying, well, that's like saying that if I don't like polka, that means I hate Polish people. Right. Or if I don't like opera, it means I hate Italian people. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. You know, as a musician... But, but a group- you know something? It was the same thing back in the 60s. When I lived in Detroit, it, it was exactly the same thing. White people loved Motown, and the black people used to say, oh, that, that's a black artist singing for white folks. That's not our music. Our music is James Brown. And they had, they had radio stations like WJLB, and there was one other one in Inkster outside of Detroit, uh, WHBK, I think it was. And, and the black folks used to listen to all that music, and it was, they never played Motown. It was not, so, so it really has nothing to do with the skin color of the artist. Of if it isn't music that they embrace as their own, then, then you don't like it, then you're a racist. Now, what is the Backstreet Boys other than uh, the current version, The Temptations? I mean, that's basically what it is. Yeah. Isn't it? They don't even write their own songs. Who was the girl with the blue hair that came out? There were two girls that came out with Diana Ross. Who was the girl with the, I thought that was TLC, but obviously it wasn't. Oh, that was, that was little uh, boob. Unbelievable. And they, 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 they can't, they not only can't, they say they have no, gener, no, no original thought. Diana Ross is saying, wow, this is just like the Supremes all over again. And the girl with the blue hair goes again, yeah, I'll, I'll go along with Diana. It's the new Supremes. I mean, uh-huh. not an original thought. In a, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah. And, and you took a little bit of the fire away. Finally, so, you know, you mentioned the moron. Oh, and, oh I, I will. Let me give credit to Chris Rock for one great line. When he was talking about uh, that stupid goddamn movie, The Blair Bitch Project, right. and he was talking about $60,000, he says, well, who stole the 59000 that, that was great. The crowd, that, that was a great line. You know, uh, what was I going to say? The, um, um, well, I was going to say a couple of things, including rap is nothing more than what the Beatniks used to do in Greenwich Village in the 50s, except they added some electronics instead of bongo drums. 
Yeah, but at least back then they weren't giving Grammy awards to to, uh, to beat me. Most of it is a tribute to illiteracy. And if you listen to the lyrics, I will say one thing for Lauren Hill. Whatever the name of this stupid record of hers is, at least it says thing. It's my thing. or It doesn't say thang, okay? Oh, yeah. Now, now, the fact that they actually, the record labels, put illiterate crap like thang on the name of a record, that tells you what it's what it'd be all about. And, of course, we have to mention again, like I was saying, the moron who used to be the artist who used to be Prince. Oh, I mean, I mean, he comes out, he's the only guy during the whole show, I was, like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing going back and forth, the only guy who comes out and starts doing a microphone check. Yeah. Testing, one, two, yeah. is my microphone on, you know. And that was, that, was his best, that was his best material. Yeah, they wanted me to perform 1999, but I decided that I wanted to introduce my favorite band, TLC. Yeah. And because then they come out and, and what does that tell you? That his favorite just brand abomination. is TLC. They're I mean, garbage. They're, they're There's only one word for the show. Okay, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what timing? Nice going, pal. There they are. TLC. Couldn't sing their way out of a goddamn paper sack. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Hank Goldberg show at 2. Jimmy Johnson show with Hank 5 to 6. Here's Miami. Hello. And Neil? Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I have to agree with you. Um, first of all, uh, you say if you don't like rap, you're racist. Well, I'm a black American. I, a black American. I guess I'm racist. I don't understand what they're saying. I'm in my mid forties, and it uh, sickens me when I hear entertainers use the word uh, in their jokes, "nigga this" and "nigga that." Mm-hmm. Uh, the way I was raised, and I tell my kids, I, I I will not have it used in my house because they know the history behind it. And they know how many people have been killed. Behind that word, they know what um, how uh, uh, Black Americans fought to um, have that word uh, from being used. Then they might not use it, but they have no sense of history. Well, I don't know what you mean by that because Black people call each other nigger in this country all the time. It's as common as uh, all the words that you, you and I are using right now. So yes. I, I don't know what you mean by well, that. Well, those are the uh, well, not, no, not really, no, because uh, my not really. My friends and I, we don't use that word. Well, maybe you don't, but uh, you and must travel well, in different and, circles. And there are there are a lot of uh, uh, black Americans that don't use the word. Yeah. Now, granted, you do find it in uh, in your rap songs and our young entertainers. They use it, and um, I'll be quite frank with you. Um, you think it sickens me? It really does. Um, and rap. The, the only thing that makes me sicker than that is seeing young white people trying to emulate illiterate black people. That, that's what really makes me sick. Hey, what up? What up? Yeah. up? You know, this, yeah. this crap. Because they think that it's hip and it's cool and it's only one thing and it's dumb and it's annoying. So it's, it's two it's, things. And it's illiterate. Right. Okay, thank okay, you. Okay, have a great day. Thanks. Hey, what up? That's how we started Chris Rock last night. Hey, what up? What up? What the hell? What, what the hell is up? It's kind of like uh, Peter Leonard when he comes here. What's going on? Nothing. Oh, so what's going on? I mean, uh, what's happening? Well, what's, uh, you know, Mr. Cool, Mr. Hip. Mr. Get him out of here. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Liquid can't keep his packer in his pants. In stores now. From the makers of Nicoderm and the makers of Viagra. It's a totally new athletic supporter for men. It's the Viagra Derm Jockstrap. Not only does it protect the jewels, it enhances performance on and off the field. Yeah, I was playing football with the guys. I scored the winning touchdown, and when I got home, I really scored with my girlfriend. I'm on a baseball league, and I wear the new Viagra Derm Jockstrap.
trap. So today I scored two home runs, and when I got home, I got the home base again. I wear mine when I play uh, bingo. Uh, my wife Edna really notices the difference. Rest her soul. The Viagra Derm Jockstrap. And coming soon, the Viagra Roid Flea Collar for dogs. Trump 13 at 560 WQM, by the way. Worst performance of the night last night. Oh, God. She's more feminine than I am, which is quite an accomplishment. See, one of the problems is that MTV, first of all, is so narrow anyway. They only show about 12 videos. I mean, that's basically it. So there's only about a dozen artists. You'll notice that every category, the nominees were basically the same, other than the R&B and the rap group. But other, every other category was the same four or five groups because that's all they show. It's whoever's on TRL every day and a couple of Schwarzer groups, and that's it. All these great artists that you'll see on Much Music. And the, and the best example of the whole deal last night is international music. They had a segment on there like it was really going to be international. Oh, we're on with the awards show in 90 countries tonight. So where do we go? Here's Southeast Asia. And here's a bunch of gooks singing, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever that was. Brazil, here's Ricky Martin again. Yeah, looking a lot of Pinga Loca. Did we see any place? Oh, then we got Russia. And we're Ricky Martin, looking a lot of Pinga Loca. He's doing it all over the world, anywhere he can. Did we have anywhere in Europe where, of course, they have their own MTV and Italy's got their own MTV for the country? Did we have any of that? No. No. Which would have been real interesting because that's a lot of music that they ought to be playing, by the way, on MTV. Are they playing it? No. No. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. A few comments on last night. I watch this every year, and every year it gets worse and worse and worse. And one of the reasons is I think that the anticipation is more than the event. Well, I mean, the build-up the build for this one last they night, you would have thought that uh, the world was going to have a gigantic collective orgasm last night. Oh, I'm watching the TV. Here's Lauren Hill. Great. Now, another thing, they're hyping, they're hyping Britney Spears the whole week. It was terrible. The sound was terrible. She yeah. wasn't even singing. She was lip-singing. Her yeah. dancing wasn't with what they were doing. And she was on it for was... about 45 seconds, and then they got them the hell out of there and got uh, brought in stink on there. Plus, what, what were they doing with that church girl, or the, the opera girl, the 13-year-old opera girl with uh, the Wycliffe Jean who uh, acted so concerned? I yeah. mean, did it make you... Yeah. It made no sense Plus, to me at all. Plus, Tommy Lee comes out with a raincoat. Trench what did coat. they want us to think? Show us the big one? Yeah, that, that, that's I mean, what I thought he was planning on doing, was flashing. I mean, what, with a screen. what goes through their minds doing this? It was terrible. But I want to tell you one thing. I never liked the Backstreet Boys, because I only heard that one song, but the other song they did was really, really good. Well, that's a new one. Yeah. They were squeezing it there last night more than anybody. <laughs> okay. Now, do me a favor. Got to play the Britney Spears song for me. Okay. Okay, take care, pal. Bye. I think he's squeezing it. Well, Britney, like I said, she always looks good, but she was like, uh, had that bronze. Uh, I mean, what, what happened to you, Britney? What did they do to you, sweetheart? Fourteen cans of that instant tan. It must, they must have been working her like a maniac. By the way, the song uh, "Larger Than Life" that's going to be the new single. That was probably the best production number the whole night. With, uh, you know, music but anyway. Okay, we still got 200 open lines here today. We started out like a house on fire. Now it's the ashes are all that's left. 5670560, pound 560 on the uh, AT&T wireless line. 
here's a lady in uh, the Grove. Hello. Yeah, hi. I know you're talking. Uh, I know you're talking MTV. You heard about the Jewish Herald yet? Have you talked about that yet? About the what? The Jewish Herald. Have you heard of it? No. The Miami Herald is going to put out a, a weekly insert once a week called the Jewish Herald. They just out this morning. Why would a bunch of anti-Semites like the Herald do a thing like that? I think it's already the Jewish Herald, isn't it? No, it is not. It's the anti-Semitic Herald. It's the fascist Herald. Fascist. Well, confuse me. I, I'm just surprised you haven't heard about it yet. Keep your eyes and ears open. Okay. Okay, thanks. I don't believe it. And based on her last comment there. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Yeah, tell me about all the Jews on the editorial board at the Herald. Can you think of any? No. Have there ever been any? No. No. Here's Boca. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, well, uh, just let me start out by saying apparently Nostradamus was wrong again. Uh, he, supposedly, I, I don't know if this is right or not, but I heard that he had predicted that the world was going to end on nine nine ninety nine at nine oh nine. I'm glad you mentioned that because yesterday Channel Four, and you know something, somebody ought to be horsewhipped over there at Channel Four because they're so desperate to try to catch up with Channel Seven for the hysteria quotient. They come on with a story yesterday about some guy down in Kendall, a business guy whose phones got all screwed up, and they assumed it had to do with a computer glitch for nine nine ninety nine. And come to find out that it had nothing to do with that at all. That Bell South was doing something with a service in that area, which disrupted the phone service for a whole bunch of people, but it had nothing to do with that. So why put the story on there in the first place and get everybody all psychotic? No... Crazy people are at Channel Four. You're crazy. You're desperate. Well, it must have been a slow news day with the three kids dying. Yeah. Um. You know, but it, speaking of the news, I, I, this is why I called. I, I, I swear to God, I just witnessed this on the news, the News Five up here in Palm Beach County. I, I, I mean, we always talk about how there's no journalism down here. I think I just witnessed an all-time low. It, I don't know if you've seen the commercials, but McDonald's has these new salad shaker things, and these. This was their news story. It says, you know, they they go into it. Well, there's a new way to eat salad, and they're available in this this different, you know, flavor of salad dressing. And this is on the local news, and they're sitting there, and, and they're sitting there demonstrating how you shake the salad, and this is on the on the goddamn news. Yeah. I mean, they're sitting here on my television screen. They're showing you how to shake it, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, they're still sitting there eating it. I mean, they must have completely turned into bigger whores than we ever thought they were. I mean, they're bigger whores than, than you guys at that station. Well, that's saying a lot. Yeah, and I mean, what do you, and have you heard about this Cynthia Prettyman deal up in uh, Palm Beach County? No. We don't, we don't pay too much attention to Palm Beach County. I don't, don't take it personally, but we uh, just yeah. don't care. It, well, apparently she had she made like an offhand remark about going postal on on two members of the school board. They're treating it as death threats and and like having a whole big investigation about it. You know, I, yeah. you, you ought to check it out in the paper. It's pretty no, uh, I don't hysterical. So. Okay, thanks. Do we want to check that out? No, no, we don't care about Palm Beach. Five, six, seven, I mean, with all due respect, just like our listeners over there in Fort Myers, like the lady yesterday who was talking about, uh, you know, shooting the deer and eating her venison. I mean, you know, what do you expect, Fort Myers? Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, MTV's for little girls anyway. I mean, I don't know why you would think you'd get anything different. That's not what's for. There's no music on there, like you said. Well, little girls are watching all the rap music. Were they? Are they the one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, one thing I want to know, and I, I don't understand it. Maybe you can explain it to me, being a, a dyed-in-wool liberal. It was wrong to make fun of black people with Amos and Andy, right? So we had to take that off the TV. But it's okay to make fun of white people because I've been saying that for two, I've been saying that for two hours. I know, but it's not okay to make fun of white people. Explain to me, especially white men. You can't really make fun of women. I mean. It's not cool to make fun of women. Yeah. You know, even though they outnumber us, 
they're a minority somehow. That, that, I don't know how that I, I've been saying that. Let me say it again for two hours. What does it have to do with being liberal or not? Well, that's the, who do you think set it up like this? Set, set up the, what? So who, who set up what? The, pop, the popular culture. Now, wait a minute. You know, I remember Doris Day and Rock Hudson movies. Oh, God. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We've reached the end of the road here today, baby. The end of the road. We're all done. I thought I just had this feeling that maybe one day out of uh, four this week, one day we might actually go all the way through four hours without another one of these outbursts and hysterical uh, like whipping and an S and M exercise. I, I don't think I'm up to it today. You know, I really don't. I'd rather play some of the music from uh, last night. Let, let's play uh, Lauren Hill. Yo, 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 come on, what do you say, huh? Uh-huh, what do you say? Let's play some Lauren Hill. Kill some good time. Five, six, seven, oh, five. And you know something? Speaking of young girls, where are the young women? Like that bitch that called so psychotic today that I made the comment about Nick Carter with a pineapple head on that video, that the, on that interview that they showed, which, which wasn't a knock. It was just a fact because he was dressed up for a video that they were shooting, and she gets all psychotic and hysterical, and she knows that I'm a fat fag. She knows the show well enough for that. But has uh, she got any comment on the MTV Awards last night? No. Or anybody else? See, the problem in this town is if you get somebody pissed off, then all of a sudden right away they open up a big mouth, and they'll start going on the attack. But as far as just having a comment on something like Brittany, how good she looked last night. And then the one guy's knocking because Brittany is lip syncing. Who cares about whether she's lip syncing or not? Nobody in his right mind or its right mind is watching that goddamn thing last night to see Britney Spears singing. I don't even care if it's her voice. Exactly. They don't even care if she sings at all, lip sync or otherwise. They'd rather have her do other things with her lips. Like Chris Rock said, that was another fairly marginal line. Which one of the Backstreet Boys is going to impregnate uh, uh, Britney Spears? Well, Nick, be the bad Backstreet Boys. Nick was laughing. <laughs> yeah. And he had a couple of good lines, but he was pretty weak. Not enough. Here's Boca. Hello. Yeah, when are you going to start talking about the Panthers, Neil? When? Maybe yeah. when, maybe when well, there's let's something, talk about something maybe you know nothing about. Maybe when there's something to talk about dealing with the Panthers. What would you like to talk about about the if Panthers? Gonna, please don't tell me you're going to wear that crappy jacket again. Oh, there he is. There's that asshole again, the same old jackass Mitch. See, that? that's why they can't sell any tickets for the Panthers, pal, because there's no interest here. I should have known it was you in the first place. And I'm going to be wearing whatever jacket I like, probably the Maple Leaf jacket, right, because I'll do whatever the hell I want to do, okay, asshole? And by the way, Brian Murray says, your sandwich is shuck. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. There is no interest in hockey here, none. You think there's no interest in the Marlins? Believe me when I tell you, divide by 100, then you got the amount of interest there is in hockey. And they're having one hell of a time peddling tickets for that team. Because, you know, it was a real novelty in the new arena last year. Like I predicted, it was a lot of fun to go there. Uh, you know, the games themselves, most of them weren't so much fun. But nevertheless, it was a place to hang out. But now the novelty is worn off, and the prices keep going up, and the product they put out there, uh, you know, sooner or later people are going to demand a little entertainment for their money. What a concept, huh? See, it's one thing about these sports entrepreneurs we got in this town, Mr. Hypinga and Mr. Henry. They figure we owe them something. We owe them arenas. We owe them building them stadiums. I must be crazy. I must be nuts. But they don't owe us any quality product out there. I mean, you know, we're just obligated to go there and uh, buy the tickets and turn over the money and, uh, you know, and dummy up and buy the overpriced crap food that they sell. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, is this, uh, is this Ugg uh, Rogers? Yes, sir. Yeah, that, was, that was amazing, that guy coming out and saying you're, you're the problem why there's not going to be a new uh, stadium built there. 
uh, this past weekend. You saw that article, right? No, I did not. I, I had a couple of calls about it. Yeah, they, they he, caveman. He, he labeled you an acronym, caveman. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, I'm I, very proud to be a caveman who doesn't want to spend my tax dollars to build a goddamn play toy for a billionaire. I'm, I'm proud to be a caveman. Me and Fred Flintstone. And what I really called about that, I think the decline of the young white male is part that you stepped on earlier is part of the problem. Every commercial with a black guy and a white guy, the white guy is the dummy or the fool in every commercial on TV. It's amazing. The black guy is the all-knowing, smart guy on every commercial on TV. What commercials are those? I never saw those. Oh, well, Shannon Sharp. It, it, the list goes on and on. It started with Budweiser 20 years ago when, when the, uh, the black-white collar worker taps the white guy in the head to keep up the good work. You know, it just... Uh, just um, Monitor it next time, Neil. It's pretty interesting. Okay, I'll monitor it. Thank okay, you. Thanks. Okay. Let's monitor that, okay? Uh-huh. 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 Sorry, Lauren. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. No women watched that MTV award show last night. I guarantee you 80% of the audience that watched that show last night was female. Are we hearing from any of them today? No. Not a one. We are? Well, okay, so you got your point to me. You got one. One. Wow. Woo! We had that one crazy bitch that's talking to me at China about the Jewish Journal and about the which it's already the Jewish Herald or whatever the hell it's. Well, I'm just talking crazy crap. Man, oh man, on on air of Russia, shut on all that. She's digging out her crap, her barbs, maybe her barbed wire she's working on. Crazy bitch. Twenty six past noon at five sixty WQAM. We... If you blow too much, you're in trouble. How young is too young? red-blooded, heterosexual-oriented uh, guy in this country who wouldn't want to hop on Britney's bones, and I'll show you a medicone in the hiding, okay? A bugaron. Rumor is, by the way, Jennifer Lopez was once married to a 
5670560, what I just said, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, first of all, before I go, I know I'm the only female calling today, but I was forced to watch the show because of my kids. Yeah. But um, um, I have to tell you, though, before I go into the whole uh, award show, I want you to know that this is a momentous occasion for me because this is the first time I get to hear you at work because I'm using the Internet. So How do you like that? It's pretty cool, nice and clear. And also, by the way, I, I left a message with George, but I know he'll never return my call. Do you know how I can get Phil Henry? On okay. the Internet? Mm-hmm. What's you know what station he's on? KFI. I was going to call him after the show. Oh, okay. Thanks, George. KFI640.com. What is it? KFI640.com. 5640. No, no, no. KFI. F is in Frank. Okay. F is in farmer. Mm-hmm. KFI640.com. Okay. All right, now let's go into the awards. <laughs> I think Chris Rock was, was really good at the opening, the mm-hmm. monologue. I mean, I think he was really, he had some good stuff to say, but during the show he was pretty lame. I mean, he just doesn't improvise. And if he said any more time, you know, let's stretch it out. I mean, that was just really pretty bad. Oh, there's Tom Green. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just lose it when I see Tom Green. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Well, I'm kind of a... No, I was just talking about Chris. Um, uh, I was going to ask you about the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. What did you think of their appearance? Did you think they were like the I best? I thought they were very good. Yeah, they certainly were the best live performers, I thought. And did they get anything? Yeah, they won the uh, viewer's choice, which is the most important one. That's the that's what the viewers were voting for all night on the phone. So that was all they got, though. Well, the choice yeah. is good. Well, what well, that how can they get anything else when Lauren Hill had to get 75 different awards? Oh, what is your opinion of her? Because I just started listening. She sucks. Good, thank you. You couldn't sing her out of a paper sack, and she's got a crappy attitude. And yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't have to worry about white people buying her music, because guess what? We won't. I totally agree with you, and I'm and I'm Latin. She's an obnoxious, racist, uh, hostile bitch. I, I just didn't understand about... that. I didn't understand how she got all those awards. I have no idea. She maybe she's got naked pictures. What about? And then I saw the end with Madonna. Yeah. What's up with her? I mean, that was uh, she kept screaming at that that stupid guy, and then uh, it just the whole thing was lame. It was pretty weak. Yeah, but well, don't watch it again. I, I promise. Okay. All right. Well, it's nice listening to you, Neil. Thanks. Take care. Bye, Bye. Rebecca. What is it? Who is that, Rebecca? Don't be calling her off the air, goddammit. You're calling enough of these uh, bimbos. 5670560. Oh, sorry, Crystal. Well, hey, listen, everybody knows why you keep going to these swing clubs. You're not fooling anybody. You know, this, this is the easiest way for it's called cheating on your wife without uh, having her uh, being out of, out of the picture, you know? She's there, but you're cheating on her. 5670560. Yeah, so in other words, oh, this, this eases my mind now. I feel, you know, I'm having sex with all these other hot numbers, but my wife's right over here in the orgy room, you know? Let's see if we can't keep her busy or liquor her up enough so she passes out on the floor. And pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. You're not fooling anybody. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is good. What's going on here? Listen to that. Whoa. Whoa. It's Michael Jackson is back with Driller. How'd you like that phone line? Now, you think that that line 8 effect used to be good. That was special. I should have kept that on the rest of the show. Let's see if that's still on there. No. <laughs> okay. Let's go to a Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. How you doing? Good show. I uh, just got a point I'd like to make here that'll prove to your... Oh, there's, uh, there's uh, what's her name, uh, Mariah Carey with that one gigantic it. Yes, go ahead. I'd like to make you a point I think will prove to your listening audience how right you are. 
remember a couple few years ago at one of the award shows when Ted Danson came out with the Al Jolson painted face. Right. With Whoopi Goldberg. Right. All organizations demanded and apology. And they had a nervous breakdown about that. That's right. Right. Just had not much material in New York. Just wanted to make a point for you. Good point. Nice talking to you, Dale. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, see, Chris Rock, because he's supposed to be hip and cool and he was on Fox all the time, you know, so naturally, right away, everybody, uh, no matter what he does, you get sucked into thinking that's hip and cool. It's, it's unacceptable to me. I'm sick and tired of hearing everything from a black perspective. How about just hearing it from, like, an everyday uh, human perspective, like just anybody who, you know, could be black or white or whatever. Gets really old, stale, tired. But she does have a big ass. So that's our poll question. Who's got the bigger ass, uh, Jennifer Lopez or Ricky Martin? Of course, I bet you his is busier. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Maybe he knows her ex husband. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to say that. Okay, great. Thank you. He doesn't like that rocket crap. Only he said hit. You know, some of you folks are going to have to clean up your lingo. Okay, some of you dark complected folks, you can't speak five words without throwing a four letter word in there. Okay which makes it very hard to have a conversation. Clean up your act a little bit, okay? You'll be talking trash. Speak the Queen's English, will you please? And stop with that uh, four-letter vulgarity, okay? Man, mother ucker. 22 before 1 at 5, 6, 22 till 1. Jesus Christ, I feel like I said that. This is like a marathon today. Wow. I feel like we've been here forever. We should have people just foaming at the mouth. And you notice nobody basically has got anything to say about the music. Although I really can't knock that because was there really much good music there last night? No. No. How many songs out of all the songs that they had three and a half hour extravaganza with all of the hype more than any show in the history of mankind, other than the Backdoor Boys, whether you like it or not, I mean, even you like that song a little bit, which for you to admit it, that's quite a concession. A little bit. A little bit. And, and compared to the other stuff last night, a lot. I like the Fat Boy Slim song, but that performance. Oh. God. Those, and Chris had another good line. Uh, white retard. What did he call that? A retard, yeah. White boy retard. <laughs> that was good. Like I said, he was pretty good last night, Chris Rock. No, you know, it's, it, he had a few good lines, but just not enough. They're just not enough. Just uh, there was, a, you know, another, when he does something good, it's funny, but there just wasn't enough uh, funny stuff for a three-and-a-half-hour show. Work up about Huh? It was thin. It was thin. Yeah, he ran real thin. Just like him, real uh, thin. 21 till 1 at 560 WQAM. Well, it just happened to be on. I figured I better not deprive the audience because there she is. I think I might even let her uh, take a look at it. She'd laugh. Five six seven oh five. Now she's something, man. She is really. And of course, I'm the one ahead to turn you on. What does that? What does that tell you? What does that tell you that I know my people? Okay, that's one thing I know. You can argue about Chris Rock, you can argue about music, but I do know my good people. When I see somebody hot, whatever it is, I can tell you. I can put my thumb on it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. 
Here's a lady in Boynton Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, I love your show, and I've called lots of times before, but not lately. And um, I tried to watch the show last night because uh, my daughter asked me to. Uh-huh. And I was going back and forth in my room by myself because I was trying to see the U.S. Open. And she came in. The U.S. Open? The tennis. They had tennis on last night? Yes, sir. Oh, how boring. And um, I love tennis. Oh. So she came in and asked me to watch it, and I tried to, and it was, have you ever been, like, real embarrassed inside? I could not even watch it for two minutes. Why not? It was, I couldn't believe the, the way the people were behaving on stage. And um, What do you mean by that? You mean the orgy scene? With I the guess I just, I don't ever watch MTV, and so I wasn't used to... Um, the gyrations and the way they were talking and the way yeah. they... I just uh, couldn't watch it. I just could not watch it. Well, what is it that they were doing that grossed you out so much? Um, well, I, um, the opera singer, I think that's about the time I tuned it in and this big guy comes out with this little tiny girl. Yeah, she, she was, uh, was certifiable. Bragging. She needed a, a, a guy with a butterfly net to take her away bragging how she was a good opera singer and then he tried to be a good opera singer yeah. and it was just overwhelming. I think I understand now. So yeah. I went back to the boring tennis. I think he made the right move. And, and Neil, I want to say one more thing. I love everything you say, but I completely disagree with your political views. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Bye. Okay, see ya. Whatever. I couldn't care less. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people like vanilla ice cream too. Like I've told you a billion times, if you like vanilla ice cream, it's the most popular flavor in the world. Does it have any taste? No. No. Oh, I don't understand how you can say that, Neil. Very easy. It has no taste. If it's not even in the category of, as the late Bill Calder used to say, delicious but no taste, it's not even in that category because it's not delicious. Anything that needs something else on it to make it taste good, you know. I could go in a backyard with a shovel where my two dogs were having a good time this morning and dig up some, you know, and put some uh, Hershey syrup on it and uh, whipped cream and nuts. And I'm not saying it would taste very good, but probably that would doll it up a little bit better, make it a little bit more palatable. And if some of the French Canadians came down, we could probably sell it to them if the price were cheap enough and we didn't expect a tip. That's the good news, by the way. The great news, I saw a statistic. I forgot what it was. But the French-Canadian tourism down here in, in uh, for South Florida, especially in Broward County, is way, way down. Oh, All right. Oh, Let's go. Oh. We love our English-speaking Canadian friends because there's a real civilized country for you, especially Toronto, eh? And Vancouver, eh? But as far as Quebec, they can take a parley who get lost, okay, all you frogs? Oh. Go see Fidel, okay? Go suck his uh, toenails. Get out of here. You make a, it's a match made in heaven. All those French-Canadians schlepping down there to Cuba. Hope he gives you, um, uh, uh, makes you an offer you can't refuse. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? It's Evan. How you doing, Evan? Good. Got the hell out of town. I figured I'd give you a call and say hello when I got back in. Yeah. Just uh, down visiting for a friend's wedding. I figured I'd uh, give you a call. I haven't talked to you for over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom told me to give you a call and ask you what the name of that diabetes book that you always recommend is. Diabetes Solution. Diabetes Solution. By Dr. Richard Friedman. Dr. Dick Friedman. No, that's not right. Is it Friedman? Yeah, I guess that is right. Okay. 
It's hardcover. Why are you diabetic? Yeah, I just found out. Wow. Better uh, get get control of it now. Lose some weight, sweetheart. We we both knew that was coming. Okay. Thanks a lot, Neil. Good luck. Bye. And you like that? See, let me say it again. The fat people are the dead people. Here was uh, well, I don't want to go into it, okay? Because I'm really uh, I'm bummed out about that Ray Recky thing. I never met him. I didn't know him. And his column wasn't what I would call scintillating, but it was uh, Hamish. You know, it was enjoyable, and I read it every now and then. And he came, was coming from the right place. You know, he was a good-hearted guy. Everybody liked him, and he's dead at 51. And he had pancreatic and liver cancer. And I can't say just because he was heavy uh, most of his life that that was responsible for it, but it just seems to be that the uh, most of the dead people are the fat people. And I'll tell you again, if you've never been to Europe, you go to Europe and you look around, and most of the people, except for some of the fat tourists, but the locals, they're thin, especially in Amsterdam. They're tall, they're thin. Five, what the hell is that that you're eating? Jesus Christ, that is the, the most... It's steak with mushrooms, and it's really good. Looks like that thing is going to crawl right out of there any second. Looks like something that's alive. By the way, speaking of that, Hank Goldberg show 2 to 6 this afternoon, including the uh, Jimmy Johnson show. We could be special. We could be special. Jimmy Johnson, 5 to 6 this afternoon. Anybody impressed by that crap? No. No. We could be special. I mean, talk about 20 years for overacting, Jimmy. Just calm down, okay? I realize it's your job, but it's not quite as important as you think it is. It's important to a lot of people out there, but not quite as important as you think. Here's Davey. Hello. Davey. Okay, nice talking to you. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Hey, Neil, whatever happened to Paul McCartney, man? He looks terrible. He got old. I'm telling you. Does, does he He's believe 110 years old. What? Does he believe in plastic surgery? Probably not. I think when you got that kind of money, you don't have to worry about what you look like. Incredible. Yeah. What do you think about Madonna? You think after Linda died, he's, he's trying to pick him up? Yeah. Okay, 5670560. Oh, he's much too old for her, okay? She's got better taste than that. Whether you like her or not, which I don't. She's uh, always she checking out. She has crappy taste. She has, like I said, bad taste. Like the guy that she was married. She's still married to that guy? No. That she was always thrown out of the house? What the hell was his name? Spick. Oh, he was really grotesque. Like I said, she had sex with maybe he is pulling out Paul, huh? Dennis Rodman, she touched that. She touched oh, I forgot about that. Oh, God almighty. Jesus Christ, she touched the worm? The wonder worm? We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. We don't stop until the settings in Houston Green. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. But the panties come with snappies to secure your little thing. Just Bill Jackson notified me. He said you're very pretty, but you're dressing too petite. He asked if you would mind wearing something underneath, but you're way too tall. Way too tall. Every time he jumps, you can see his basketball. Yay! Down. 
Oh, God, you're right. How could I possibly have said that she's got, uh, I should have said younger taste. But does it really make any difference in her case? No. No. Five six seven oh five sixty. And, of course, she was also doing uh, Austin Powers in that video, but nevertheless. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, good afternoon. That must be before he lost his mojo. Yes, sir. Hey, Chris Rock. Disappointed. Yeah. And I'm probably going to repeat basically what I said to George is, it overwhelmed me. I would I would marry a black girl with no problem. I don't care where where you come from, what you look like. I, I, if we get along, that's great. But yeah. I was overwhelmed by blackness. Right. I don't know what word I can use. Uh, it's just overwhelming, you know. I, I, I had to turn it off. The, the wife lasted about 20 minutes longer than me. She said something about um, McCartney calling Lauren Hill by a man's name. Lawrence Hill, yeah. I didn't see that. I was already in bed. <laughs> Thank God. If, if, no, seriously, if I would have seen Lauren Hill, I saw her win those other awards and it made me sick, but if I would have seen her win the video of the year, I think at that point I would have smashed the TV with a crowbar. Hey, my wife loves her and says she didn't deserve it. What, what does she love about her? In, in, addition, in addition to which, the guy that called before about when she was with the uh, Fugees or whatever the hell the group was, I, I remember her remake of uh, Killing Me Softly by Roberta Flack, and I, I and I can remember asking myself when I heard it, why did this song need to be remade? All it was was somebody re-singing the song exactly as Roberta Flack sang it 20 years ago. Who needed <laughs> to remake it? It was a great song. The original. You'll never beat the original. Right. You know, you Roberta Flack. Was, Lauren Hill couldn't lick Roberta Flack's ass. Absolutely. Well, I I agree. You know, it's, it's like I said. The wife even said she that she didn't agree, and she does like her. What she likes about her, I don't know. I mean, her voice, whatever. Well, maybe she be but, better. You better start getting worried. I think. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Got me thinking, but I I just could not believe how how the the feeling I left was. Now all these young black kids are out there listening to this. This is perpetuating it. This is not going to help. This is this is it's going to get worse. You're right. That's what I've been saying for a long time. I'm speechless, Neil. I, I'm speechless. It was weak, and I hope he doesn't do it again. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Line. WQAM, Miami, Hey, buttheads, it's a one to two hour. Well, where, oh, where can that Twinkie be? Said Miss Monica Lewinsky. I got to reach it, but it's falling too far. Probably what she was doing when she quit her car. Well, she banged her head on the steering wheel. Not the usual way we feel. Sign on the road said straight ahead. Red stop was near, she would soon be fed. Gave it some gas and swerved to the right. Heading for the fast food light. She lost control, the car it flew, and landed next to the drive. Well, poor old Monica, 
did not get injured, she can still give head. All right. 101 at 560, WQM, our big one to two hour, the Hangover Show at two, Jimmy Johnson Show at five, the Marlins and the Reds tonight, seven o'clock. And living proof that there is no interest whatsoever in the Marlins. Not only does nobody talk about them or about the stadium, but this very jackass story the last two days about the Angel O'Brien feud and about Joe Angel's on the way out. Have we had one call about that? No. Does anybody care about that? No. And the sad part of it is, I mean, it's it's not a case of somebody leaving who was bad, who did a bad job, who people didn't like, who they hated like poison, who was a bad guy, and they still don't care. No. No interest. Nice going there, Greg. As we mortgage the whole goddamn company store to a Wayne and out of John Henry. Have to work. We have to work morning, noon, and night over a hot microphone, the entire staff, just to try to scrape together enough cash to pay John Henry so we can keep that swill on here that nobody cares about. Here's Hallandale. Hello. Hey, anybody talk about Aerosmith? Yes. Did you see them? Yes, I did. Pretty damn good, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They're great. They're always great. I mean, they can be old, they can rock. That's right, and you want to know why? Because they're real musicians, because they're real talent. They don't have to go to a studio and have, you know, technically enhanced all kind of bull crap. They could sing out here with a microphone out on the sidewalk. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be with music, right? Right, that's right. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, the fact that you talk to Woody this long is just amazing. Yeah, it is. You're right. 5670560, maybe because you almost had something to say. And pound 560. See, it's an interesting thing about assholes like him. He could actually have something to say when he calls, I'm sure. I mean, he is a wacko, but he could actually go, just like that Mitch guy who comes up to me at the hockey games and says, oh, well, you know, I just like uh, giving you raspberries. I just like calling you know, and, and he says to me, well, how about if I called you and had a real conversation about hockey? I said, okay. Has he ever done that? No. No, because he's got nothing to say. And the same with this guy. You can have a conversation. You might have something to say, which is the reason you were just on the air that long. Plus, I didn't recognize the goddamn voice. It was a little bit of a lower register. As in, maybe you didn't take quite so much helium before you made the call. Very sad. But there are some people who are more interested in being, uh, you know, whatever, little characters, little silly people, than having something to say. It's, that's up to you. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, I tried to watch that uh, MTV award show last night. Right. I don't know how a show can be decadent and boring at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, usually if it's decadent, at least you're going to watch it. It might be titillating, yeah. Yeah, and it, but it, it managed to be boring even even with that. It was know? very bad. Uh, but I, 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 I saw a movie the other night, and I wanted to warn you away from it. It was so bad that the audience hissed and booed after the movie was over. Hmm. Kind of like when Tommy Lee came out last night. <laughs> oh, another story. Um, the Astronaut's Wife. It's such a bad movie. Yeah. It, 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 well, what is it? I, I never, never saw anything about it. Well, it's it's a close-up of this woman's lips throughout the whole movie, upside down, pink lips, red red lipstick, uh, dried lips. It's her mouth throughout the movie. I've got two sets of lips. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, don't see the movie. Okay, I won't. And um, I'm not that big on lips anyway. You know. Well, I mean, it, it was incredibly bad. Okay. And was I was it as you, bad as the Blair Bitch Project? Uh, it was. It was worse than that. Even worse than that. And I had a little bit of gossip. Okay. I was in London a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. There was this tabloid out, and it had a picture of Michael Jackson's two little kids. 
and those kids are whiter than you and me. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, just like the really father was, whoever he was. Yeah, like the fa- the real father. Right. Yeah. So well, well, only only a moron, only an imbecile would believe that Michael Jackson has fathered any children. Right, I agree. It's all bullcrap. Right. There's, okay, a, there's a better chance that Reva is really uh, Jonathan's uh, m- mother on a guiding light than Michael Jackson being anybody's father. Oh, it was so odd. The kids look more English than Prince Andrew. There you go. And by the way, speaking of Prince Andrew, you better hang on to your chair tight when I tell you this. I have it on a very, very uh, reliable source that Prince Edward isn't the uh, the other queen in that family, but it was Prince Andrew who floats like a butterfly. Oh, no. How do you like that? Unbelievable. Light as a... Uh, Feather. Unbelievable. Have a great day, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Oh, she sounded shocked. Prince Andrew. No wonder Fergie had to go to Weight Watchers. 5670560, oh, pound 560, because like I've always told you, things are not what they appear to be. Just keep that in mind. All you kids out there, things are never what they appear to be on the surface. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Was it, wasn't Prince Andrew in the Royal Navy, too? He was, uh, yeah. He was in the submarine, I think. He was down under. I was watching the MTV Awards last night, and like 10 minutes in, my wife says to me, is this MTV or BET? Mm-hmm. It was, that was gonna, there, there were, in the early part of the show, that's the way I was feeling. There was a great shortage of uh, white folks in the earlier part of the show, except for Ricky Martin, and he don't count. Well, it, it didn't really bother me at first, but then as it went on, it seemed like Chris Rock was talking about the white boy rappers. Yeah. And the Puerto Rican. That's all he talked about was white this and white that and, and Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican and answers. his whole rap got so sick and tired. See, I don't care. Like back in the '60s, if they would have had such a thing then, which they didn't, but if they would have had, and the entire program would have been the Temptations and the Miracles and the uh, Supremes and Stevie Wonder and uh, all of those groups, I would have had no problem with that. If they never brought out one white artist, I wouldn't have had any problem. I loved all of those people. So it's not a racial thing. But the point is, if you're going to give us somebody crap. You know, kind of mix it up a little bit. Did he ever make fun of any of the black acts? No. All it was was just the Puerto Ricans and the white boys. Right. I, I never heard him say one thing about Lauren Holly. Well, the only thing about... he kept saying is, well, Will Smith didn't win, Will Smith, and then finally Will Smith did win, which made me nauseous. Also, I don't, did you see, you didn't see the Paul McCartney part, did you? No. It was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> When I was watching him. Now, now let me ask you this. Was he trying to be funny or was he just so senile and stupid that he didn't know the performer's name? Because it, I, would, it would seem to me that if, you know, they tell you that you're going to come on and do one of these presentations, that at the very least you take about 30 seconds and you read over the names of the artists so you know you can pronounce them right and who the hell they are. I think he, he did it trying as a joke. Oh. But it, it, it flopped so that, badly. You should have great seen, British humor again, yeah. You should have seen her face when mm-hmm. she walked up there. Good. Like a stone. All right. Great. But I, and I was thinking as I was watching him, he seemed so lost and like he didn't know what he was doing there. Mm-hmm. He was almost as pathetic as Buddy Hackett was. Yeah, that, now, that that was sad. That, I mean, that, that And they kept spinning him around and bringing him back because they had nothing to say, and they're hoping they were depending on him to come up with an ad lib here and there, you know, because these guys from the Blair Bitch Project had nothing to say. They kept going, yeah. you know, like that's, that. That's the same thing I thought. I said, you know, this is as cruel Right to him as it is to Buddy Hackett because this guy doesn't know who these people are, he doesn't know what's going on at this show, and they just dragged him out to give the last award at the end of the night. Yeah, and he he doesn't belong here. Wait till they bring John Lennon on next year. Oh, but you did see David Bowie. Yes, with that beautiful hair. He was okay. I love the part where he told Chris Rocky O, 
Yeah, that was good. A little, <laughs> little uh, British sarcasm. Okay, pal, have a great day. Okay. One thing about the British, man, they're uh, childish and they're sarcastic. I mean, real sarcastic. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Not Friday, you bastard. And now, Doctor Jeremy Burnham will give us a dramatic reading of "Pretty Fly for a White Guy" by The Offspring. Doctor Burnham. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Yes. He needs some cool tunes. Not just any will suffice. But they don't have ice cubes, so he bought vanilla ice. Now cruising in his pinto, he sees homies as he passed. But if he looks twice, they're gonna kick his lily. Now he's getting a tattoo. He's getting ink done. He asked for a 13, but they drew a 31. Friends say he's trying too hard, and he's not quite hip. But in his own mind, he's the dopest trip. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> 150, by the way, the offspring, did they win anything last night? No. No, they're great. A little bit too good for other people giving out the awards last night. You jackasses, you clowns, you fools. I'd like to know who the people are who vote on those things, besides the Viewer's Choice. Thank God for the Viewer's Choice Award. Or I would have just uh, thrown in the towel about 8.30 and gone to hell to bed. You are... Bunch of crap. Yeah, I'd like to know what a bunch of communists sit around in a table somewhere. Oh, yeah, Lauren Hill and Ricky Martin. Let's give them all the good stuff, okay? They got naked pictures of us. Let's give them the awards. Because that's the one thing that Ricky Martin has in common with Lauren Hill. He can't sing for sh Although uh, she is a lot more uh, masculine than he is. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T uh, wireless line. Lady in Coral Springs, hello. Hi, um, I'm 15 years old. Um, I just want to say that I love the Backstreet Boys. All right. And um, I'm going to a concert on Tuesday, and I think that they should have won so many more awards. Right. And um, they were nominated for four, and they should have won all four. I know, and it tells you something that they won the Viewers Choice Award, and Lauren Hill or you no know, whoever was nominated didn't win it, and that's what like everyone wants them to win. But um. I think Warren Hill and TLC shouldn't even like been in the same category as them because they're like nothing. They're like don't even they're not even good. Exactly. Uh, I just want to say that I love your show and you're really cool. Thanks, sweetheart. Okay, bye. See you Tuesday. Bye. Okay, there you go. Finally, it only took three hours and sixteen minutes. Oh! We got a young person that uh, is into uh, some serious music, at least more serious than most of the crap we saw last night. My fire, the one. I'm serious. If you actually were to sit down and examine the uh, cacophony of swill, uh, forget about Chris Rock and forget about all the, uh, you know, the, the visual effects. But if you were just to take an exam and what was passed off as music last night, 95% of it would make you sit down and puke your guts out and wonder how the music industry actually sells any records at all. Because so much of it is so, so bad, like that Ricky Martin. You can't sing for sh Exactly. I'm going to tell you something. This Mark Anthony guy, there's another one. Just, just like Ricky Martin. You can't sing for sure. Although a little more macho. Although no, I take that back. I don't know, and I don't care. Just like that whole hour they had on ABC a couple of nights ago that I talked about, never got one call about it about the Latin beat and Latin music and yada yada yada. Not one word about Luis Miguel, who sings circles around all these other Julios. Man, they're a joke. He's a real singer. He's got the greatest voice in the world. And they're hocking us at China with Mark Anthony and Ricky Martin. You can't sing for sure. Right. God damn it. Here's Boca. Hello. 
Hello, Neil. Yes. I wish you had hosted it, man. That would have been the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. Would have been great. <laughs> oh man, you would have ripped all those uh, suits in the front. It would have been w- beautiful. Would have ripped the hell out of those Schwarzers, those no talent <laughs> rappers. I'll tell you that. That's right. I love it. And that Instinct, I would have really let them have it. Oh my God. Take away was... their Visa and Mastercard and send it back to uh, kiss the Queen. It was. It was pretty pathetic. And the sad thing is, like you say, there's. Once you take away the editing and their videos and everything, they come out on stage and you realize that most of these performers don't really have much talent and they they, they can't stand alone, you know what I mean? Right, that's right. And it was just... Uh, that, that's why when Steve Tyler comes in there from like uh, through the crowd and he's uh, carrying the, uh, the portable mic and he's singing and Joe Perry is playing a guitar and they hop up on the stage and they're just doing this spontaneous thing uh, right. and he's great because he's a real musician. That's right. A lot of these guys, they couldn't handle that. I mean reading a cue card they were just the entire everything was like dead and the people were looking around in the audience like uh is this it is this what we're here for we're yeah. the new talent right but hey i'm going to the backstreet boys and uh i'm going with my friend jermaine and we're gonna have we got great seats all right and uh if you could play that parody she hasn't heard it yet but i would love to hear that i've told her all about it okay you got it love you neil take care yeah. okay see now why did you assume that jermaine was a guy you see you've got this thing again yeah, I'm going to give you that Gore Vidal book, even though it would be a waste of time. You no, know? I don't read fag books. Oh, okay. It's not a fag book. Didn't he write it? Okay, whatever you say. I, I'm not, I wouldn't even waste my time responding to that comment. 5670560, oh, if there is a more brilliant person on the face of the earth, I have never read anything that they've written, okay? That is beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's pretty smart for a fag. Wish I could say in the same uh, about you for a spick. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Going once. 11 minutes, 11 seconds of waiting, and Miami crapped out. <laughs> See ya. Here's Hialeah. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I saw the MTV Awards. I want Chronic. Mr. I, 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 Chronic. Chronic. Mr. Have a nice day. I can't. I can't handle it today. Okay. We got, I mean, we've got a few calls here today. Not not overwhelming, but it's been pretty good. Call me on a day when we're really. I mean, really desperate. I'll let you know. I'll give you the signal. Probably like Monday. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year, Rosh Hashanah, baby. Then we got Yom Kippur intended. You better eat a lot today in the next few days because we'll all be fasting on Yom Kippur. No. No. In fact, I'm going to have my mother make some um, extra mandel bread. For Yom Kippur, just to piss off the uh, Farbissina, the uh, Frau Farbissina, and the Orthodox Jews like your uh, accountant. Yeah, somebody was asking me about that, about when I told them your accountant you had on the ear and gave away a case of beer to, by the way. I don't pay him, so. Uh, it, it's disgraceful. It really is. That, that you have such such a lack of scruples. I mean, I, I take a lot of freebies, too. But just because you don't pay him. And because he's able to swindle the government out of whatever he can, I'm sure you can find some other very dishonest accountants because it goes with the territory. But to do business with a man who is so, even the guys with a butterfly net wouldn't go anywhere near him because he'd probably tie him up with tefillin and stick him in a broom closet somewhere. Like that. He ain't even bright enough to go, no, he couldn't do that one. Here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. 
Yeah, I just don't understand what the whole big thing is on the MTV Awards, because I didn't even bother watching it, because there's nothing ever good on MTV anyway. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's the whole thing. They had, they had a little run there for a while when they were doing Road Rules and uh, in the real world, and they had some hot-looking young teenagers on there. Yeah, but now they, they took it. And now they put all these neurotic, ugly people on there, and you're right. They, they had a little flash there for about a month or two, and now they're right back in the toilet again. Yeah, I mean, VH1 is starting with these, like, retrospective bands. VH1 is, VH1, I agree with you, is pretty good. I've been watching a lot lately. They they got some good crap on there. All the stuff from the seventies and where are they now? And it's pretty interesting stuff. That definitely is. I even watched the thing on the uh, Google Dolls last night. Did you? They have something? I didn't see that one. Yeah, from yeah. Buffalo, no less. You know what? My friend who was watching it, uh, he was also on the internet. So uh, when he went online and saw the Lauren Hill um, internet ratings, it was one of the lowest. Right. So what I want to know is who the hell she's blown over at MTV to get all these awards. Well, what do you mean by internet ratings? Who who rates? Um, the MTV had like the internet where people would able to sign on and vote for whoever they oh, want. Oh, you mean like on the, on the uh, viewer's choice thing? Right, right. right. So I, I mean, it, then, and isn't that the proof in the pudding? Like I said, the Backstreet Boys won that award because they're the most popular group in, in the world right now. And and she, you know, probably came in like uh, taking up uh, in last place, no doubt. Yeah, it's just completely unbelievable. Well, hopefully, you know, this will show everyone that MTV really isn't where, where it's at. Exactly. Anyway, the reason why I call him Just stick is, with Tom Green on MTV. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you giving away any free tickets to the hockey fest? Sure. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's go to a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. pasa con tu gacha, Miss Poco? Uh-huh. Hey, a couple of things. Um, First of all, that show Listen, man, two languages, both poorly done. Go ahead. Um, that show was an abortion last night. Yeah, I, I agree with it. Um, the Right to Lifers, I think, are marching at the MTV headquarters in Manhattan. Uh, secondly, I don't think Paul McCartney was trying to be funny. I really think the guy was just in the clouds. Mm-hmm. When he, uh, I, I, I heard you didn't see that part, right? No. When he announced the winner, he said a guy named Lawrence Hill. Uh-huh. And I really don't think he was trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, secondly, something I wanted to tell he, you. He I was never known for great comedy. That's what Michael Jackson said. You know, I, I don't always agree with you on your music, um, taste on bands that you, uh, that you like. Like 98 but I'll tell degrees, you this, yeah. But I'll tell you this, um, I, I, I give it the benefit of the doubt and I listen to it. And one thing is for sure, the production value on, on these bands are, are top are top notch. I may not like the music, but if you not listen like to who it, you're, who you're talking about, like the Backstreet well, Boys, Backstreet Boys, and um, uh, Luis Miguel. And right. Well, Luis Miguel has. I don't see where there's a lot of debate there. He just got a great voice. It, and and they're produced well. Yeah. It's not crap. It's done well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. And, and I'm going to tell you another thing. How come 98 Degrees wasn't there last night? Which I'm sure isn't your kind of music, not your bag. But nevertheless, these guys are great. And they've had two gigantic, two or three big hits in the last year. How come they weren't there last year? And we got all these farces in there. What was that uh, all about? The, the whole I guess MTV I guess thing. if you don't sing rap music anymore, you just uh, ain't crap. That's what it's That's all about. What it's all if about, you don't have yeah, the uh, rap, you're just full of crap. I spend a lot more time watching VH1 now than uh, Amen. TV. Yeah, that's what. Hey, uh, Neil. In closing, sugar cookies, Ira Pinkus. Okay. See ya. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. By the way, how's Ann's uh, will coming along? Five six seven. We ever hear any more about that? No. no that kind of dried up real fast, just like Ann. Twenty five after one at five sixty WQM. I'll take. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Like sissies we sing, like bussies, but we must tell you, we swear we're not gay. If you want these outfits to class, they would kick your ass. Boy, this is why these guys didn't win anything last night. The Offspring. Great video. Have you seen this video? Oh! I guess basically what they're trying to say is the kids are locked up. Something like that. Uh-huh. But anyway. 132 at 560 WQM, the offspring. Keep your eye on them, okay? Just keep your uh, eye on it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Hey, the offspring rocks. They are. They're great. Hey, i got to tell you, I don't know if you were flicking your channels yesterday. Uh, Telemundo had uh, the best of the Latin uh, Billboard Awards. Yeah. What a piece of junk. And they had, uh, I was switching channels back and forth, and they had Ricky Martin for like 10 minutes talking. <laughs> oh. Hey, I, I just feel like blowing my TV with a shotgun. Only one thing to say about him. He can't sing for s***. You're right. And Neil. <laughs> yeah. Me pica culo. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I never gave a plug to Atlantic City sub shops that brought us lunch today. God, are they great. They're not good. They're sensational. They're spectacular. Thank you, guys. Good yontif. They're at 3355 Sheridan Street in Hollywood. And, man, you talk about great subs and other stuff, too, salads. and mm, It's right next to T.Y. Park. Oh, it's right next to T.Y. Park, which it's too bad we're not still at PAX, and they'd be right, like, up the street. We right could be eating from the them uh, every five minutes, and they could be out of business by the time we got done with them. Thanks, guys. Atlantic City stubs, uh, stubs in Hollywood. Isn't that, wasn't that that thing by TLC, no stubs? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on that. Boy, they make me sick. They make me physically ill, TLC. Oh, God. 
I mean, you could ask me right now, are there any black recording artists out now that you like? And I would tell you, no. and it's got nothing to do with race. There are zillions of black recording artists from the last uh, 40 years that I love. You could look at my uh, music collection at home. Zillions and zillions, all the Motown stuff and Fats Domino, Marvin and his, uh, his Marvin Gaye. I just said Motown. But I'm going to tell you, this collection of uh, losers you got out there now, man. Am I am I miss, am I leaving somebody out? I don't want to you know generalize like that. Is there a black recording artist out today that I really like? Who's a real singer key? Who's really a musician? <laughs> We're thinking. We got our thinking caps on. Isaac Hayes on the South Park. Of no, yeah, Isaac Hayes. Yeah, he he'd be good. Here's a Pembroke Pines. Hello. I would say Clarence Clemens, but he doesn't really sing too much these days. Yeah. Uh, How about Clarence Darrow? Yeah. Nice, uh, nice piece on Ray Recky today. Sorry about it. Uh, yeah. I kind of feel with the way you do in terms of like that. I thought he was a guy that uh, he was a good guy. He wrote from the heart. He didn't always agree with him, a little small to Right, but, that's right. Uh, definitely. Uh, but that was that was the purpose of his column. He wasn't supposed to be an ojean provocateur. Well, he was or, honest. Right. You know, if it was boring honesty, whatever. But it was still his honesty. So right. I think that uh, you know, for whatever, we're probably a little poorer off today. Anyway, about MTV, I, I'm reminded about what I saw when I first watched ESPN two, when the critics said it's. For people who are white who want to be black, and for old who want to be young, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's I, I, a non-entity. It doesn't even exist. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, I got sucked into it real heavily there for a couple of months because they had some pretty good stuff on there, and of course the Tom Green show. I mean, oh, it's I'll, good. I'll, I'll, no matter where they put that show, I'll watch it. But what does it tell you when their best stuff is non-music stuff? Yeah, you know, and and as far as radio stations down here, they all suck. I mean, the, the best worst. radio stations teach you, you know, and introduce you to new music and new opportunities and. Uh, New artists, and when do you have that down here? You don't. Uh, I go to Washington to listen to good music. Yeah. All right, I'm out of material. Okay, Zagazun. See, I mean, they had a good thing going there, and that's the thing about these people that run these TV stations and TV networks. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, every now and then they fall into a bucket of crap, and all of a sudden, you know, they go through the roof, and they say, oh, look at us, we're brilliant, and then all of a sudden, they're right back where they started again, because they, they don't know uh, what they're doing right. If they would have just stuck with the uh, hot young uh, people on there, you know, on the beach, and all that stuff, and real world, instead of these neurotic, goddamn, crybaby, uh, ugly people, nobody wants to see a bunch of crybaby, neurotic people, okay? God. Jesus Christ, it's like this stuff with these soap operas. It's like guiding lightly. It's not to make you want to take a goddamn shotgun since everybody's got their guns out these days and blow a big hole in the middle of the screen, you know, right through Reva's brain and where it used to be. Here's the greatest love story in soap opera history, next maybe to puke and Laura on General Hospital, is Reva and Josh, okay, for the last 600 years on Guiding Light. The great love story. She's only been close to death 600 different times on this show. She's disappeared. She drowned. She drove off the goddamn Skyway in St. Petersburg. I mean, she keeps coming back. And now, well, she's not so sure because she had this uh, son with a prince over there on some island that nobody ever heard of before. And, uh, oh, Jonathan, I mean, just and enough to make you want to scream. Just get down on the floor and make screaming or wrenching noises. God. Here's a lady in Coral Springs. Hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Um, I just want to say that I, I love your show and um, Backstreet Boys rule. Yes, ma'am. And what was with Uncle, um, Lil' Kim's outfit last night? Won the MTV Music Awards. I think if she would have left the other one off, they would have had to probably censor it. <laughs> well, I just want to say, Battery Boys rule, and I'm going to a concert on Wednesday. All right. And you're so awesome. Okay, see you there. Okay. Bye. Bye. Give Nick a big kiss for us, okay? 
Don't be picking on Nick, okay? Like I said, Kevin, and I, I didn't imagine it either. Did not imagine it. He put his uh, hand around uh, Kevin's neck, you know, kind of like a friendly, like, hey, we did it. And Kevin kind of like pulled away, like, oh, don't touch me, sweetheart. Don't touch me. Five six seven oh five sixty five sixty. I'm telling you, I saw it with my own four eyes. I was watching real close. That was what I was waiting for all night long. No, I, I was rooting. Like when they had the like when uh, Eminem won, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like uh, pumping my arm up in the air like uh, my team just scored a goddamn touchdown. Like it was a ball game. Like the Maple Leafs just scored a goddamn goal to win the Stanley Cup. Yes. And when Madonna won a goddamn thing, just, which I was hoping, I said that yesterday, she ought to win in that category. And plus, she was beating that damn Lauren Hill bitch again anyway. And I said, yeah. And then when we got to the Video Choice Awards, then I, like, uh, got up and was uh, high-fiving myself. I was squeezing it. 22 before 2 at 560, which is a good see. It's good that I went to bed at that point. That was excellent. It was a quarter to 11. It was late enough for an old fart like me. I went to bed. I said, there's nothing more. And I forgot about that last award, which, thank God, I missed more Lauren Hill. I, I would have called in sick today. If I would have seen Lauren Hill get the best video of the year, that, that would have put me over the edge. I'd had a relapse. Friday, you bastard. MTV presents Nine Inch Nails Unplugged. I wanna f you like an animal! Damn it, this thing's not on! How come this isn't working? Shit, you knocked over my bongo! Nine inch nails unplugged. Only on MTV. I'll tell you one thing. They got the good stuff last night before they did whatever it was that they did. Was it a performance? Uh, no. I don't know what it was, but it was bizarre. Join QAM Broadcasting live from Hockey Fest 99 tomorrow from noon to 5 p.m. Enjoy interactive games, meet Florida Panther players, and much more at the National Car Yenta Center. Maybe you'll be lucky enough to uh, meet Jeff Rimmer over there tomorrow, and he'll let you buy him dinner at some future date, or maybe tomorrow night. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, by the way, when he was here this morning, did he uh, say anything about that lunch he's going to buy you? <laughs> okay. Uh, no. No, the same day that you get that bonus from last rating book, that's when Rimmer's, uh, in fact, that's when you're going to lunch with Rimmer, because then you'll have the money to pay for it. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey. Um, of the acts that were on last night, how many do you think performed live, and how many were, like, singing tracks? Uh, there, there were some that were half and half. Like, the Backstreet Boys did uh, I Want It That Way, a very abbreviated version of live, and then the uh, the other song, the new single, when they had that big production thing, and they were all dancing, that obviously... Anytime there's a big production number like that where everybody's dancing and jumping around, it's got to be, uh, you know, lip syncing. Yeah, but don't you think, you know, if you're, you know, going up for an award, everything should be live? Don't you think it's a no? No, I, I, I don't. Expe- I don't. I don't expect anybody can do a big, wild dancing choreographed number like like some of those last night and sing live. It's just not possible. True. True. You know, yeah, I- see, you see, what people because of the age of videos now, what people don't understand is that what you see in the video has got nothing to do with the recording in the studio. In other words, when recording artists are recording in the studio, they're, they're you know they're they're standing in in a uh, one position with their headsets on and not moving an inch. You know what I'm saying? In other words, they're concentrating on the sound of their own voices and they're uh, doing their thing. They're singing, which is uh, you know. And you know who had a, an amazing video uh, a live at an end concert was Luis Miguel about a few years ago. I don't know if you've ever seen him, his old videos. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I've I seen him in concert three times, and he sings just as well. 
I mean, you can't tell the difference between the record and that. I mean, that that's Speaking just kind of a thing, has great performer. He's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. There's a new girl, Terry Dexter, on Warner Brothers. She has a new uh, song called "Better Than Me." Yeah. I'll send you the uh, CD, and you'll be very impressed. I'm also on Gore Vidal, his two best books, uh, "Life on Golgotha," and he's got one called "The Decline and Fall of the American Empire." Right. He also wrote the screenplay uh, for Caligula, the 25th anniversary issues coming out this year. Right. And oddly enough, he also wrote the screenplay for Ben Hur. And Palimpsest, his autobiography is fantastic. Yes. Okay. You're the man. Thanks. Even though he's not intellectual enough for George. Five, oh, he's intellectual seven. enough. What? I just tried to read that Jesus one. What was that Jesus book? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Start out with the city and the pillar, okay? You want to get a real good fag book. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Why are you talking so bad about Lauren Hill, man? Because she blows. I think she's better than the other singers out there. She sucks. Man, you crazy, man. Well, that's my opinion, Jimmy. Does that make me a bad guy because I don't like her music? Well, you know what? By the way, the Backstreet Boys suck. Yeah, how do you know? Have you seen it? Or is that just a rumor? Okay, that's his material. That's the end of that. I wouldn't I wouldn't debate that. I'm not so sure all of them do, but I have a feeling I know uh, which ones might. Oh, I already took that out. Yeah. Yeah. Did they suck? Yeah, man. Let's find out which ones, okay? You are. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys. Here's a guy that's peddling me, Lauren Hill. And let me say it again. I'm going to look up that thing on the uh, website. What is? Do we know what the MTV website is? Somebody will call in. Let's do a search. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do the MTV search and find out what the website is and go on the uh, interactive thing from last night. They'll have the results from the uh, viewer's choice, which the Backstreet Boys won, I'm sure, in a landslide. And Lauren Hill was way, way down there at the bottom, sucking wind, okay, which I'm sure is what she does best. You know what I'm saying? Yo, 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 that's her act. That's her whole routine now. They just make a lot of noises and, and intersperse a few lines of lyrics uh, in between. In between a whole bunch. Yo, 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 yo. She sucks, man. She blows. Here's Pompano. Hello. She's a cleaned up Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, exactly. Very, very well put. Very well put. Did I miss something about Ray Recky? He died. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't wonder that happened. It happened uh, last night, I guess. Oh, wow. That's he was 51. He had pancreatic and um, uh, um, liver cancer. He's 51. And went in the hospital a couple of months ago. Unbeknownst to me, I was out of town on vacation, I guess, when he wrote a column saying that he was in the hospital fighting for his life and et cetera. And uh, bingo, 51 years old and he's dead. He was a good guy. Terrible. I, I mean, I was away for a few days, so I didn't see the paper if and when it came out. One page I... of the uh, Sun Sentinel this morning. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Past the morbid. Going back to last night. That guy's a moron who called up and said he thought Paul McCartney was serious when he introduced her as Lawrence Hill. Yeah. He was clearly just saying, oh, the winner is some guy named Lawrence Hill. That's I mean, that, great, that great British humor, you know, it'll kill you every time. I didn't know who she was talking about. Madonna came out and said, oh, and I had to introduce him. He was the first person that, that got me nervous, and I'm not easily impressed because I meet so many great people. But this yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Like the artist formerly known as human being. Hey, which one is Nick? I thought Nick had blonde hair. He does. Okay, so he's the other. He's like the lead singer out there. Because I never watch MTV, but I was kind of yeah, watching. Yeah, he's. he's uh, I would say if you had to pick a lead singer on most right. of the songs, he is. Yeah. I mean, on this one where they did a little medley where they did uh, "I Want It That Way." Right. He was the one on the left. He didn't really look like a pineapple head. More of like a. No, 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 no. Let me explain it to you. This was a it was an interview that they did from MTV when the guys were in Orlando taping their new video. 
Right. And they were all made up. He was he had his head uh, his hair up in the air like a pineapple head for the video. That's not the way his hair usually right. is. And so all I did was just make an offhand comment. And this young bitch, the oh, psychotic the call. calls in. Oh my God! You know, and <laughs> she called up. She called up in tears. I mean, hysterical. And here I love the Backstreet Boys. I love Nick Carter. I mean, okay, you don't look so good, but nevertheless, I like their music. They're right. great guys. And she's she's uh, giving me a bunch of crap. <laughs> Well, I never listen to music rated on here because I don't. But that song is that they are really good. I mean, they're I'll good. They're, they're, they're talented, whether George likes it or not. They're they're <laughs> damn good. I mean, they're no Limp Biscuit, but they're not too bad. <laughs> okay. Hey, the funniest line last night was <laughs> was the fifty nine thousand dollars in the pocket. That that was good. That that was great. Thank <laughs> God I remember that. You can have the rest of it after that. Okay. See you. See ya. Yeah. What happened to the other fifty nine thousand? Somebody's got in his pocket for making that piece of crap. Sixty thousand dollars, man. Make that. Shake that camera around. Where did it go? Yeah, where where that sixty thousand go? Like I said, Chris Rock is great. No, he is great when he's doing his thing, but unfortunately, he left most of his thing uh, somewhere else last night. He left his thing. God, these people get so defensive. Oh, you must be a racist. You don't like it. I like Chris Rock. He just wasn't that good last night. It was disappointing. When you build something up, it's like sex, you know. It's like if there's a buildup for like 20 weeks, you're going to have the greatest sex in your life with uh, whoever it is, okay? And then it turns out to be uh, maybe they smell not so good, you know, and maybe they're like uh, cold as an ice cube, and maybe it's like a little squirt, squirt. dribble, you know, and that's uh, as much as you can work up. Not all that good. Disappointing. And the bigger you build something up, it better be really great. It's like a meal. I don't want to mention, you know, like Smith and Walensky. <laughs> I don't want to mention that because I don't want them to feel bad because I still have that expensive set of steak knives they bought me. Thank you, by the way. Those are nice, huh? They're they're real good. They're special. In fact, it's a good thing I got them and not them because they'd probably like to come over here and use them on me, right? 